do it. Baby. Let it run. Yeah. I can't hear you. Every little thing that you do. Baby, I'm amazed by you. You got to use it again. Yeah, and I got to use a new version of it, yeah. too. Got to switch it up every now and then. <laughs> that one's from The Voice. I already forgot the guy's name, but he can belt. He can belt. Oh, that was fun. Anyway, what's going on here? How's it going? Hold on. Let me just. I want to hear the parts. Oh, here it is. Yeah! All right, there it is. Okay. Sorry. What's going on here? How's it going? Oh, it's going. Oh, we'll get into the episode. We got lots to talk about there. I'm getting by. But before that, how are things? They're fine. It's been like what a week since we've recorded last. So no, last two episodes have flopped. (laughs) Not really flopped, but they're just the the slow burn. Yeah. Well, and they're my favorite ones too. So yeah, I know natural. Yeah. No, but. I mean, they're getting the downloads. They're just coming in a little slower than normal. Yeah. You know, and I'm just the guy that clicks things all (laughs) clicking all the time. Sure. On my way over here, I got a call from my dad and he called it right away. He was like, so you going over, you going over to do one of those uh, uh, voice shows or what do you call them? And I was like, podcast. He's like, yeah, yeah, podcast. You going over to do that? And I was like, yeah, yeah. He's like, okay, all right. You got to be. Got to be getting good at it by now. You, you, you're releasing a lot of them, aren't you? And oh, I was like, yeah. It's been good for a while. So we talked for a little bit, and then he was like, all right, well, ha- all right. Love you. Uh, have fun doing your podcast. Uh, <laughs> tell Limbag I say hi. <laughs> <laughs> Limbag. <laughs> yep, I'm Limbag. Oh, man. So thinks I'm recording this podcast with a completely different friend of mine. But That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> But I thought it was hilarious the way he said it. Ryan's a funny guy. I don't mind being compared to him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, guy. It's good stuff. Yeah. I, um, yeah. My dad occasionally asks about it. Like, so what he he doesn't. He's like, so what is it? You 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 turn it on and then the people come and listen. And I'm like, <laughs> well, you record it and then you release it. You don't do it yeah. live. And he's like, oh, OK. And he's asked me that about five times now. Sure. So can he pronounce your dog's name yet? A uh, Soko. <laughs> <laughs> Asaka, Asoko, Asoka, Asoka, Asoka. Okay, yeah, I'll get it one of these times. Like, I was just like, just get, just call her Sadie. Just call it the old dog's name. I give up. You know, I give yeah, up. Yeah, you get what he's going for. Yeah, my mom's good at it though. My okay. mom's very good at her name. She does occasionally, accidentally call her Sadie though. Sure, but I've accidentally called her Sadie. Well, a few yeah, times. they look almost identical. Oh, she's down here. Hi, <laughs> Asoka. Yeah, they do look identical. What did you do this weekend? 
Uh, I know you did a lot of reading, but other than that, anything I, else? I stopped by my mom's. Okay. And had dinner with her. Um, was golf Mike there? No, Golf Mike was not there. Okay. Uh, but funny thing was, uh, I walk in, you know, I get there and I walk in and it was, my mom is one of the coolest people I know. <laughs> so she's just sitting there in the living room, smoking a cigarette, petting the cat, watching a video of Leonard Cohen singing Hallelujah on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, this is great. I am definitely your son. Yeah, like, your mom does rule. It was fucking awesome. It yeah. was very, it was, I, I found it just adorable. I thought it was great. <laughs> it was like a live version in like London or something. Sure, yeah, yeah. I love the, like, at first I was all about the Jeff Buckley version of that yeah, song. Yeah, I think everybody is when they first discover yeah, it. Yeah, but then when you kind of just grow up, you heard Leonard Cohen, like, well, this is where it's at. Oh, yeah. It was great. Yeah. It was great. So, yeah, my mom does that a lot. She'll just put on like a YouTube, she figured out how to get YouTube on her TV, so she'll just like play performances on loop and just like chill there it's fantastic when boomers like stumble upon something that we've known how to do for a very long time yeah and they just like commit to it right away oh yeah it's fantastic it is great yeah i would be very bored sitting staring at youtube all day i set my dad up with a our net i just created a profile for him on our net netflix account oh yeah and every once in a while and like him and his fiance like watch netflix all the time every once in a while like just like get well, blocked out I'll go into it and look at what oh, he's watching. Okay, yeah. And it just looks like I'm looking at like a summary of today's Discovery Channel. Yeah. Uh, learning Channel. They do like the history documentaries and those. No, sort of no, things. no, no, no. It's all like uh, uh, the medieval outdoor, The outdoor Alaskans. Okay. And, like, <laughs> that type of stuff. I set up um, a, a, a Disney Plus channel for me because I thought she might want to watch like Lion King and stuff. She likes all the musicals. She's never once clicked it. Sure. <laughs> so yeah, she yeah. has this profile that has never been clicked. Yeah. Not once. Although we're getting up there. I just figured out that I have like free live TV through my Roku TV. Oh, yeah. There's a live TV on your yeah. Roku TV. I just figured that out. Yeah. I uh, just uh, changed my cable plan this weekend because oh. all of a sudden my bill was like $30 more. I guess my promotion period expired. Yeah. So I had to start a new promotion That's, period. It's such a fucking ruse. Like, yeah. I have to do that every, what, six months? You have to call Comcast. Six to 12 months. Comcast all of a sudden your like, bill's fucked up and you're like... And it's just like you have to call them and be like, I'm going to cancel. And they're like, OK, well, we'll extend it. And it's like, OK, and yeah, it's like just something you have to do. In and order then to do it. it. And if you're just like, no, you're not offering me anything that I want to pay for now. I want to cancel it. Ultimately, it's just like, OK, well, that would be five hundred dollars for the early cancellation fee. Yeah. And it's like, OK, fine. I'll take this, you know, and then I. But no, they. Upgraded me to from 200 megabyte download speeds to 300, oh. which is very exciting. Um, but I am paying $10 more a month for my cable package to keep the one fucking channel I need. What do you watch on cable? Valley Sports North, Timberwolves oh, games. That's oh. it. That's all I want is Timberwolves games. I haven't had cable in like 15 years. I wouldn't have cable if fucking Valley Sports North wasn't like a fucking cable DirecTV exclusive. So Sinclair Broadcasting Group, who, by the way, are absolute shithead conservative fucks. Oh, absolutely, yeah. They bought out the Fox Sports regional networks, okay? And they changed it, rebranded it to Bally Sports. And then they just demanded all these exorbitant fees from all the streaming sites. So like Sling, YouTube yeah. TV, all those ones that I've been using for like four years. to Because I could get Sling, I can cancel it when the season's done, I can bring it back whenever I want for cheap. It's like 20 bucks a month. But, uh, yeah, so all of the streaming services couldn't come to agreement with Bally's because they were just, or, I'll call it Sinclair because that's what they are. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they bought, like, the Bally's name. Remember Bally's Fitness Clubs? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what they branded it. Yeah. 
Bally's is a weird company where like there was a casino in Vegas yeah. that like I think is loosely affiliated with the same company. Yeah. And like, oh, and for all of our all of our favorite European and over overseas listeners. Uh, who live in countries that actually care about people more than corporations. Uh, this is something that we have to deal with in America called price fixing, yeah. where different corporations in the same industry carve up the country like a fucking turkey yeah. and decide they're going to charge the same price to limit competition. Oh, yeah. That's why we, for cable, have to have Comcast, but if you go to Milwaukee, it's Time Warner yeah. or something. Or if you go to like Atlanta, that. it's Spectrum. And, yeah. You know, there's like... <laughs> I think Comcast is heavy in is it's I know it's on the East Coast because I th- I believe Comcast Xfinity is a Philadelphia company. I don't know. I think it's like the East Coast and the Midwest are here. But I yeah, it's a but fucking it, mess. It makes absolutely no sense because when Brie was in Milwaukee, she had Time Warner, mm-hmm. and then that switched to Spectrum because Spectrum bought Time Warner out. Yeah, but I was in Chicago and I just assumed like, oh, I'm probably gonna have that same thing. Nope, that's Comcast. Just okay. arbitrary like borders for no reason whatsoever just drawing up lines yeah just jerry rigging the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah yeah no yeah there's no real options i mean you have two options in whatever area you know no matter how big your area is you really have like two options yeah. typically. you have xfinity slash comcast uh here or you could get direct tv if you want tv as far as internet goes you have xfinity slash comcast or you have CenturyLink. yep if you want dsl uh, most people i go with xfinity obviously yeah yeah it's the better, you know. Not a big DSL guy. You ever tried DSL? I think <laughs> back when I did it for one week, and I was like, "This sucks." Back in my <laughs> AOL days, okay, like when I was in, I think tenth grade, eleventh grade. Yeah, like we always had like AOL with like the fifty. What was it? Fifty six k. Yeah, and then like I kept hearing about like, oh, you can get this new thing called DSL, where it's like crazy. It, well, I mean, it's quite the step up from fucking fifty six k. Right, but I remember thinking it was the pinnacle. Like, oh, when yeah. it first came out, dude. When I first got cable internet, oh man, I just abused oh yeah the shit out of Kazaa. Man, yeah. I got so many fucking songs. Oh, it was great. Cable internet, that's a game changer. And it used to be you had you would occupy the phone line just to fucking Yeah. yeah. I remember when I first got And my... if you had call waiting, if a call came in, yeah. it would kill your internet connection. Yep. It's insane. I remember when I got my first like my first laptop, so I was I think either a senior or a freshman in college and I like hooked it up and until then I had only used like the family computer to yeah. get online at home and I didn't realize like, "Oh, you can like it's just hooked up to the internet 24 7 because i'm used to i was used to aol where you have to like click on aol and have the process of it joining yeah so like i was like oh i didn't realize the computers were just hooked up to the internet it's great in perpetuity god i remember like the original aol when we first got i think we had 28.k internet at the time which was like good compared to the 14.4k I mean, this this shit was slow, and it would take about two to three minutes just to log into AOL. It would do the whole dial-up yeah. routine, and then AOL. I mean, you would have a you had like a web browser button, but there was like this. It was like a bunch of tiles that came up when you logged in. You had like a few buttons. You had like your mail button, your browser button, this and that. But then they also had all these sections set up that were like just direct AOL links. Yeah. Like, so they had an AOL entertainment section. They had an AOL sports section, and all this stuff. Um. And it was just, it was fucking wild. I remember I always, on the AOL entertainment section, I always went to the Late Show with David Letterman AOL page. Now, it wasn't the David Letterman webpage. It was the own AOL, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. 
specified David Letterman page that they had set up, and you could get like little sound clips. Yeah. It was insane. And AOL had like a little search area too where you could search for just random sound effects. Not much to choose from, but they had a few Letterman ones, and I just ate that shit up, man. Oh, yeah. That it, and the Encarta Encyclopedia ate up so much of my time. Man. I did not know what to do with the internet as a, a, a young boy. Yeah. So all I did was download sound clips, and then I'd like double-click and hear a TIE fighter for two seconds. Yeah, and you're like, just ah. like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> I wish I remembered the first MP3 site I used to go to. It was an actual site. So you would go there, and they just had like a bunch of links to like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. HTML links, yeah, yeah. To, like direct files. They had probably like a thousand songs, maybe total, yep. like popular songs. I remember I got like Dancing Queen and Inter Sandman and a few other ones, and I was just blown away by it. And then I would like constantly every week I check for new songs, nothing really. <laughs> you know, very rarely would it's kind of like going for the Black Series. I would like search, and I'd be like, oh my god, they got, oh my god, they got wherever I may roam. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I've been waiting for this one. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I remember that. God, dude, when we first got cable internet, that was my mom, though. I remember one time, nightmare. <laughs> I got home. She was off that day. I got home from school, and me and a buddy are going upstairs. I think it was my buddy Joe, who I'm still pretty good buddies with. Um, we go upstairs to my room, and my mom is sitting on my computer, and she's got a bunch of pictures, and she's like, interesting stuff here, Tom. And she leaves the picture up and just walks downstairs. And Joe's like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, it was a lady. <laughs> and she was naked. <laughs> Did you do anything to hide those? I don't know how she fucking found it. You got to have a protocol in place when you were younger. I don't know, my mom, I had to show her how to open an app this weekend, okay? <laughs> I didn't, you know, I felt like a fucking folder was good enough. It's yeah, not like it was labeled true. porno, you know? I remember when someone showed me how to, like, hide files. Oh, yeah. Like, right-click and, like, hide them. I was like, this is insane. This yeah. is a game changer. You know what was a game changer for me? Passwords. Yeah. Yeah. Because yep. uh, the dollar man, when he would come over. Frankie. Frankie Dollars. <laughs> I remember one time I went to Burger King, right? We're not going to say his last name. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I went to Burger King with, I think it was probably Clark, right? And Burger King's like a five-minute trip from where we were at the time. So we're like, yeah, we're going to Burger King. For example, I'm going to hang out here. <laughs> Work on my MySpace page. Yeah, something like that. So we go there. We're gone like 10 minutes. We come back. Frank, somehow, he's got headphones on. And he doesn't hear us. He's literally got his pants down around my fucking computer. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing, man? That is on brand. Seriously, though. We told you we're going to Burger King. How did you think that? I'm not surprised at all. The man is in... He's just... He is something else, man. Yeah. He's insatiable. Yeah. Funny guy to hang out with probably for like an hour or two. Yeah. It's fun as hell. Yeah. But man, you do not want that guy in your inner circle. I love how he became an HTML genius when it came to like customizing his MySpace page. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he taught himself front-end development yeah. in order to make his background sparkle. Yeah. But really, I mean, what he was really, you know... He was really an expert at finding cum shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was his thing. <laughs> oh, that fucking guy, dude. No, he's a funny guy. It was just, it's just, he's not somebody that, uh, you don't want to keep him too close. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I remember. It became problematic after I remember. a while. Oh, problematic. Um, but yeah. Oh, he's a big, uh, he's a big anti-vax guy now, of course. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. I get some only, of my, only the smartest people. Yeah. Some of my buddies that are still on Facebook just send me like pictures from his profile sometimes. Just like, oh my god, dude. And he's also one of the like storm chasers. Yeah. Where it's like <laughs> when a storm rolls through an area, he comes through and tries to like sell you a new roof. That's awesome. 
<laughs> uh, I wish him all the best. I hope he, uh, whatever he's doing. Yeah. You know. Well, uh, speaking of Black Series. Hey, wait, wait. Before we get to the Black Series, uh, welcome to the Clonecast. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah I remember this. Typically, kind of... I'm the one that does that. Oh, cheapata. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is the Clonecast. I'm Tom. I'm Adam. What we do here is we are watching the Clone Wars in chronological order. So what we do is we bullshit for about 20 to 40 minutes, which we're doing right now. Then after that, we hop right into that review of the episode. And today's episode is going to be Season 5, Episode 19, To Catch a jedi our last arc of season five yep and it's a good one season finale yeah we're getting there can't believe right we're on to season six after yeah. this little arc then we got uh, today's episode and then we're gonna have to do one more yep. and then we're on to season six mm-hmm. and season six and seven are the two shortest seasons episodic wise yeah so we're coming up on the tail end of our season Clone Wars six was adventure. Just kind of a fluke. We'll get into it once we start reviewing. Yeah, those there's some weird but... like it was unreleased episodes or something yeah. that just they can't the are... disney purchase kind of fuck things up yeah. okay um but yeah i mean we'll we'll talk about that for sure but yeah i mean we're inching closer and closer to rebels yep which is crazy to me i am really i don't know i'm sure i'll love rebels but i don't want this show to end i know i really don't want this show just to when end. it's getting really good it is this arc surprised me too because it looked like <laughs> it was gonna be another one of those roller coaster rides you hit the fucking peak and then you go down but we took a little dip, and then we just went right back. Yep. So it's good stuff. Uh, yeah, let's talk about collectibles. You can waste time with your friends when your chores are done. Now, come on, get to it. Perhaps the archives are incomplete. My grandpa always told me, don't watch your credits. Watch your health. Ah, uh, the Jogan Fruit Vendor. A fine addition to my collection. All right, collectible corner. So... Uh, your Ezra Bridger came in. Yeah. Speaking of Rebels, which I, I don't know anything about Ezra Bridger yet. Yeah, I know that he is like the young Padawan of, uh, uh, Depa Beliva's, uh, yep. Padawan, Kanan, right? Yeah. Kanan Jarrus, I believe it's called. Yes. Which I will learn, obviously, more about when we do Rebels. I have not watched Rebels. Yep. Um, so yeah, I do know that much a, about him. I'm interested to see how you're going to take the first season with him mm-hmm. he has a very similar arc or a lot of people associate him with the same way that ahsoka hated him at first ahsoka. yeah like but i liked ahsoka off the bat i know that's I was why, pretty quick to ahsoka that's why i'm interested to see how you're gonna take him at first i yeah. wonder if it's gonna be a harder pill to swallow or if it'll sure. be exactly the same thing we'll see but yeah so you're got a little preview from the package he's got a little helmet that he puts on yeah a little weird it looks good kind of helmet and then he's got a, a lightsaber with a weird kind of finger yeah. guard to it i'm looking forward to it yeah should be cool i can't wait yeah so that was your you got any other collectible stuff that you've been working on here oh i got something coming here you're gonna find out in a few days but god <laughs> i never get packages you get every pack i am i ugh, i could I, there's no way i could drop a eight hundred dollars on an atat yeah but i kind of they wish. had them in stock when i went to the lego store this weekend yeah but the the luke's luke skywalker lightsaber was only for black friday yeah. right like i'm ugh. part of me kind of wishes i would have gotten it but like then to, kept the luke lightsaber and just flipped the atat to the same token like i have that the full cantina set that they had that like in right now 350 bucks or they something had that, like that in they had the gunship dude they had I got the gunship. I have the giant R2 that I like all of these I haven't built. They're just in my basement because I'm just waiting for something. 
but I can't bring myself like we just decorated our tree over the weekend. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, we should because uh, Brie wanted to watch like Christmas movies while we decorated the tree. So you're like, Let's build a set. And I was like, oh, if we watch if we end up watching Home Alone, you know, what we can do. We can build the Home Alone Lego house. And like Brie actually likes like building Legos and stuff. So, yeah, she was like, that sounds like and yeah, that sounds great. So why like, didn't you? She'd be game for it. I like couldn't bring myself to open the fucking box. What are you gonna do? I know. I mean that one. I looked. The value will go up on that. Oh yeah, of course. I don't. I don't know when I when I see some of these sets I have that I haven't opened. I'm like, okay, this will be worth because you can go on that brick economy and they'll like show you an estimated. Oh yeah. Yep. Some of them you're like, hey, you might want to flip that one someday. Some yeah. of them you're like, no. Now my mom was like asking me questions about Lego sets. I think I'm about to have like a Christmas again. Like I was like ten. <laughs> it was hilarious. She was like, "Oh, I want I want I saw this neat thing online. I wanted to show you something." And like I go over there and like she had like she pulled up some like train site. <laughs> and it's like, "Look, it's a Star Wars train and it goes around and they send you a new caboose every month or something like that." I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And she's like, "What about these Lego sets? What is going on there?" So I go to the Lego website. I was like, "This one's cool. This one's cool." <laughs> and I went over there, you know, and she's like, She's like, oh, yeah, I already wrapped some gifts. And there is a box that screams like either the Razor Crest. Uh, um, it's, you know, and I think it's I think she got me a Lego set. I still can't believe that you took back the Mario set. Dude, I was never going to build it. Oh. I just it was a it was a whim purchase when I got it. And I was just staring at it. And I, I looked up the value of Brick County. I was like, yeah, it's going to go up a little bit, but not a ton. And I was just like. The thing is, like, I looked at it once and I saw the Bob on Battlefield and that got me super horny for it. I was like, oh, my God. But then I started to realize over time, I was like, one, I, I, I don't like I don't like that one that much, to be honest. It doesn't have any minifigs. It only has like the micro minifigs, which are like minifigs that you build yeah, out yeah, of yeah. like pieces. So there's that. I didn't like that aspect of it. And two, I was just like, dude, if you're so fucking nostalgic for Bob on Battlefield, just turn on your fucking N64 and run into the first painting. But it does. It has it has shelf appeal. That's what that one had. Dude, we got plenty of shelf appeal in here. <laughs> I don't need $170 worth of just shelf appeal. <laughs> like the reason I like the Star Wars sets because I like the ships and I like the minifigs. I'm sorry, like, it's it's cool. It is cool, yeah, but it's gotcha. not... If I'm going to spend $170 on a Lego set, dude, I would much rather have, like, a Falcon or a fucking Walker. You're not wrong. I'm just pointing out. It's I'm just saying I wanted my money back. Yeah. I was like, it's not going to get built, and I don't want to flip it for 25% profit in four years. Yeah. Come on. You know? You got to get... If I get that AT, AT you got to get that Star Destroyer. Why would... You, that's a... That's a... What, what do you mean? I got to get the Star Destroyer. Hey, if I'm I, giving you a deal. The AT-AT is 800. The Star Destroyer is only 700. Hey, if I choose to go spend $800, just completely horrible fiscal irresponsibility oh, on, on your part. This is a partnership. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> then you have to go spend $700. <laughs> Sir. Sir. No. Oh, but I did find an Echo at Target, which was cool. An Echo? Oh, I mean, tech. Oh, tech, tech, tech. Yeah. yeah, sorry, tech. Echo's not even out yet, so I found a tech. Yeah, I think there's been a big like dump of Black Series, so I've been on the prowl. Yeah, there's been better ones. I, you know, we have you have a tech here. Yeah, but now I have yep. a tech, so we both. I want to get the whole Bad Batch set because they. I think in this next line, there's the an Omega coming out and yeah. an Echo. Yeah, yeah. Tech definitely looks like a white guy. Oh, definitely. Yeah, they really. There is no hue to him whatsoever. <laughs> 
He looks like Rando Mando, kind of. Yeah, yeah. The Black Series tech looks like Rando Mando, who we do get in this episode, we by the way. We get a few times. <laughs> I think it's episodic at this point. Every single episode, we get a Rando Mando. Yeah. Anywhere there's any sort of population, Rando Mando showing up. But yeah, I mean, um, I'm kind of curious about that. There was a lot of like unwhitewash uh, the Bad Batch hashtags going around yep. when that was. It kind of make you know it does make sense because you look at Tamura Morrison, the dude is not white. No, not at all. He's what is Maori, right? Yeah, Which I, is think the, so. uh, I think so. The it's natives the New of New Zealand, Zealand the Atier. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Um. So he's definitely not white. Um. Now, like Hunter, I think you know I could tell like not really white, but like Tech, kind of white. Oh yeah. You know. Well, and it, like you look at Hunter and some of the other ones, it, it almost looks like they do animate them differently. Like they obviously have different like facial features and that yeah. kind of thing, but. I don't know. It seems like like crosshair, not white. Uh, crosshair is white. Yeah. Um, I don't. It's um, I don't know. But I guess there's you know there's genetic that, mutations that to these. That is clones one of stuff, those things. But... Like when they made the big like hubbub about like you're whitewashing Star Wars by mm-hmm. doing this. Like at first I heard that and I was like, oh come on! But then I like watched the show and it's like. They, tech, tech they kind of got a point. <laughs> tech is the whitest Reddit basement dude of all time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he really is. Um, no, but yeah, I think, you know, it wouldn't be that difficult to just make their hue the correct color. Yeah. You don't even have to change, like, the design of the characters. No. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know. Well, and I don't know. So I don't know. If it's you, interesting. I don't know if you could consider this a collectible or not, but I did purchase a new winter coat. Oh, yeah. The f- Fjol Ravens. The Falafel Raven. Falafel. Fjol. I still have no idea how to pronounce that company's name. But Fjol. Where? Where? Hold on a second. Hold on. He'll know. Can you tell us how to pronounce Fjol Raven? Fjol. I think it's a Swedish company. Was it F J A L L? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Fjol, that sounds like Fjol Ravon. Or something. sounds like something. It's like a jacket that had sex with an IKEA or something. Yeah. Yeah. But I got it because it looks like Han Solo's jacket in. <laughs> you in, really want that jacket. in Empire Strikes Back? Yeah. It really looks like that. It's a good looking jacket. Yeah. It's nice. Good for you. It's got the hood with the fur line. Yeah. I think I'm going to roll with my eight-year-old North face for another year. I've never had like a decent parka. I've always had just like shit coats. Yeah. You're... So it's the first time that I'm like actually going out in winter and it's like, this isn't so bad. Yeah. And by the way, winter hit us hard. This oh, yeah. Week. It was insane. Yeah. It was 45 degrees on like Saturday. Someone hit a switch. Yeah. Literally this morning, like every morning I get up and you know, we get the dog. I'm like, uh, hey, Google, what's the weather? You know? Okay, it didn't hear me. Good. <laughs> oh, there it is. Oh, it heard me. Okay. I don't think you can hear that, but it's four degrees outside yeah. right now. Um, but yeah, it was like 45. And then all of a sudden today, it was just like eight degrees high. Oh, yeah. 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 But then I looked at the forecast. And it's like going to be 40 next week. We've come to that point in Minnesota where you get the brutally cold days and then you'll get like the fall like days. Yeah, you do. You have no consistent like weather robe you yeah. can wear. No. And then by the time you get to January, it's just usually bitterly cold every day. Yep. For and then good, like two, three months. February is bitterly cold. Then March, you start to get back to the crazy up and down. Yeah. And then April's usually all right. So so this coat that I bought, it's from a Swedish company. So that means one thing. So I'm going to have you try it on why because i want you to point out what's kind of awkward about it so here I'm what gonna... size is it well it's gonna be big on you but try it on and then try to zip it so there you go 
Oh, yeah. And now try to zip it up. Yep. You're almost there. Go ahead. Try to zip it. There. Oh, oh hey. There. Where? What happened to the zipper? Where's the, the, the hose tube? Yeah. You're, you're proving my point exactly. Where the fuck? <laughs> oh, it starts here. Okay. It starts late. No, the zipper's on the opposite side. Apparently, European coats, for whatever reason, like their zipper is on the opposite side of ours. Okay. So, like, I still like. Oh I, yeah, it is. Now that I think about it, my muscle memory, I can't like. It's still taking me a while to like zip my. Coat. Well, I saw it and I still couldn't put it together in my head. I was like, "What's this? <laughs> yeah. What's going on here?" But yeah, interesting. Well, I mean, they're you know the their cars, their drivers, the the wheel is on the other side. Well, in some countries, many countries, many well, European countries. Well, I think Sweden's the one country or one of the most like publicized countries that changed it. Like they did drive on the opposite side for a while. Oh, and they changed it to American style. But they were like, this is causing too many problems because I think they were attached to like Norway and Finland or France or somewhere. And They're attached to where? Hey, you'll know. <laughs> but it was causing too many problems. So they like had a public service campaign where they were like, we're switching. Sure. We're gonna we're monitoring the roads, and they had like, I forgot what podcast I was listening to it on. Maybe ninety nine percent invisible, but they were talking about like they had such a lead time. They promoted it for like a year. Yeah. So they kept telling their population like, "This is the day that we're switching," and there were like commercials, and there was like huge marketing campaigns, and it was like the most smooth transition that's like ever happened. Everybody just like like knew what to do and started driving on the opposite side of the road. You see America government can be effective. Yeah. Fucking God. <laughs> All righty. Well, that's good. Uh, I enjoy your fuel Raven. Fuel Raven. You'll know. Give us a, give us a heads up on fuel Raven. I mean, it's not a Nordic Norway. It's not from Norway. It's, no, Swedish. it's Swedish. Yeah. But, I have a feeling you'll know it have a better grasp on it than we would. Oh, yeah. He'd know how to pronounce it yeah. in two seconds. Uh, you let us know. <laughs> All right. Should we do listener appreciation? Yeah. All right. It's only because I'm so in love. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's because I'm so in love with you. But child! But I'm not you! You're stuck with me, Sky Guy. Okay. Listener appreciation. All right. Of course, the Holy Trinity. We've already mentioned, you'll know multiple times. We'll get to it again, though. <laughs> but the one, the only, Depressed Kenobi. Hello there. The angel from my nightmare. Shadow, Shadow in the, the background, background of the morgue. Where are you? It's Lorraine Historian. Did you see what I posted on Discord? No. About Athorian Historian? I, I forgot what brought it up, but Athorian Historian, we were just chatting randomly, and he posted a GIF, and it was just Ron Weasley. Oh, that saying, was hilarious. Saying cool. No, he posted it in response to the Press Kenobi picture of her, like, uh, some of her collectibles. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I laughed my ass off when I saw that GIF for some reason. I had literally watched that scene in Harry Potter 10 minutes ago really from the point that like it freaked me out how so close it was he posted to, like, it and 
you, as soon as you saw it, you had watched that within 10 minutes. Because we were decorating the tree on Sunday, yeah, okay. watching Harry Potter, and then it was literally like that scene had passed, and you'll e- 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 know. Uh, a Thorian historian like uploaded that gif. It's crazy. It was nuts. It's wild, man. That's one of those. Yeah, that's one of those weird things. Freaky, freaky stuff. <laughs> was it on a Friday? No, Sunday. Damn it! I wanted to say Freaky Friday. <laughs> Isn't that a movie? Okay, and of course the final member of the Holy Trinity. I mentioned him three times already. There he <laughs> is. You'll know the president of Norway, the Fjall Raven. <laughs> the Fjall. Is it Fjall Raven? Is it a raven, though? It's got a fox on it, but it says raven. That's the confusing part. You think they would go with a raven. Raval, I think, maybe. Uh, Maybe fox over there is raven, and a raven is a fox. I think that's actually what it is. I think it's Swedish for Arctic fox, maybe? Ah, okay. What the fox say? Remember that thing? Yeah. That was huge for a while. Right after Gangnam Style. Yeah, back to back. We were begging for something else. <laughs> we needed more. <laughs> and we needed more. What does the fox say? Filled that hole. It's a catchy little song, I guess. Oh man, I'm bringing it up here. And of course, Eliza, aka a drop of magic, on Twitter. Uh, Eliza and uh, Depressed Kenobi. Thank you for the Rex on books, as always. Um, so right now I am reading uh, the novelization of the previous arc that we watched. Nah, what's Shadow Collective arc? I yeah, believe yeah. is what it's uh, commonly referred to. The um, mall takes over Coruscant arc. Coruscant? Mm. Oh no, Mandalore. Sorry. Yes, Mandalore. Mall takes over Mandalore. So I am I'm reading that right now, and um, I just finished up Revenge of the Sith novel, which was great. Um, and yeah, we need to get into that. Yeah, we probably should in this episode. I don't, do we want to do it this episode or we want to do it next episode? Maybe save it till next. Yeah, maybe we'll save it to next episode. But I will. we will be doing a reading Rainbow Corner on that soon. Because I know Eliza was like, oh, I can't wait to hear you guys on it. So I kind of want to give too. it its I want to give it its just due. And I'm still kind of digesting it like I just finished it today. I think it would be better if we saved it for the next episode. Okay. And I can do more of a detail than I can get in. Because I didn't really have time to go through things that I wanted to point out. Okay. Uh, and I'm sure in this episode there are things that are going to pop up. Where I'm like, oh, yeah, this happened in this, you know. Because it's one of those. Um, but yeah, let's save like the actual like more detailed reading Rainbow Corner for next episode. Okay. If people can handle that, I think everybody will be yeah. fine for it. So. Uh, Jaylee, you are a bold one on Twitter. The official artist of the pod. Celine and Perry, the Parisian princess. Cheap butter. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Jules at El Davio, the royal subject. Sorry. All right. I'm doing that weird arm dance yeah, again. Yeah. You know what that's from? I, I've noticed. You know what that's from? Uh, Love Actually. Oh, really? Well, kind of. That's where I kind of got it from. Like, now, you've seen Love Actually, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. The opening scene when the uh, has-been rock star is, like, recording uh, yeah, Love yeah. is All Around, but it's Christmas is All Around. Yeah. He does, like, hey, hey. <laughs> I feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my toes. And he's just doing it. it. Okay, that's where I kind of got it from. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that. Uh, Liv, a.k.a. Darth Clink. Rule. Everybody's gay for Darth Clink, by the way. Just Bill, heads up on that. Billy Nighy. I had to, Bill I, Nighy, was, yeah. He was driving me nuts what the actor's name was. Davy Jones in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, everybody's gay for Darth Clink. I don't know if you've heard. 
Oh, really? We're all gay for Darth Plank. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm game. Yeah, I'm gay for Liv. Um, so, Rural Farm Boy is the official retweeter of the pod, and Rural Farm Boy has some special music. Traveling through hyperspace in like Dustin Crops, boy. Looking Alrighty, that is your official retweeter of the pod. Alrighty, the four horsemen of the email apocalypse. Noah Blight! Noah's like, hey, I'm a little he's getting caught up, and he's like, Did Adam not tell you in last year that I'm not actually an asshole? We must have said something. And I was like, I was like, it's known. I know you're not an asshole. I brought it up. He just plays one on the computer. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. You're not an asshole, Noah. You are a horseman of death, though. Uh, Wade, death. No, you're the horseman of blight. Wade is death. Uh, Steven, feast or famine, back on that famine mode. <laughs> Steven has decided to disappear. He really lives up to that day. It's great. It's great because we can just go back and forth. Uh, and, of course, keeping the seat warm for Joshua, the former Archangel of War, that would be the Elk! <laughs> Joshua died. He's dead. He's gone. Yeah. He's gone. He died in battle. He's in, a, he's in a trench. He got defeated by depressed Kenobi. Maybe one day he'll rise like a phoenix. But right oh, now he is underground. Wild stuff. And, of course, let's give him an old biff here. Isaac! Yo, I love the biff shop. Yeah. Dude. It's good stuff. Um, we are a member of the uh, Pod Once Podcasting Network, so check out Wayfinder Pod at Wayfinder Pod. Check out the pod I do with Ty called Halo Lorecast. Uh, from a certain point of skew at F-A-C-P-A-P-O-D. The Jar Jar Thinks Pod at Jar Jar Thinks. Laura, Michaela, and just hey, Michaela. Uh, Vader's Thoughts at Vader Thinks. And most things, Kenobi at MTK underscore podcast. Obi-Wan Kenobi. And of course, we have our lovely... On deck section, we got Daryl, we got Sam, Porg, and Mo, the dyad. <laughs> They're a dyad in the force. So Sam, great. Porg, and Mo are the dyad. Uh, twin sons. Uh, we got Devin showing us something on TikTok. Uh, yeah, on uh, yeah, he's been sharing stuff. He's on Discord too. On but Discord too. Yeah. yeah, but he's also showing me something on TikTok. Yeah. Oh, we love that Devin. He really wants to uh, make us big. Yes. Uh, Sarah Palpatine. Uh, Magna Tolvin. There's so many. I'm trying to think. I got to start writing them down. Yeah. Oh, we got some home run hitters. <laughs> we got some home run hitters. <laughs> it's all very exciting. Uh, but Daryl is still up to bat. That dyad, though, they're showing me something. Yeah. Ooh, Mo and Sam Porg. Oh, there's some saucy ones. Okay. All right. Um, what the hell should we do next? I guess we're going to be saving the book corner for the next episode. Yeah, so, so let's that means do something that we haven't done in a while. We got mail. Message after the message. Greetings, exalted one. Allow me to introduce myself. Yeah, da da. Oh, it's beautiful. Niles. Watch out! Oh, before we get in the mail. The Legend of Zelda theme just reminded me. I've been, I've gotten into Fallen Order. Oh, you have? Yeah, hmm. it's it's great. You know, if we start playing more games, we should probably just make a video game segment. 
Yeah, we have to consistently play games, though. And yeah, I, but that's the second episode in a row you've mentioned that you've been playing it. I know. It's, it, I'm like Steven when it comes to video games. Is it it's good? Feast in Famine. How like, is it? Is it good? I haven't played a video game in months. Is it I, good? It's pretty good, yeah. Yeah. But I'm not used to what it is. Like, I thought it was going to be something like Uncharted, where you're like on a plotted kind of track. Yeah, Which so, I mean, you, you've got a little free roaming, but you're really just kind of following a path. But I've never played Dark Souls, and I've heard that it's kind of like Dark Souls, and I don't know what. So that's you go referencing. to like an area, you clear things out. Yeah, you... but I didn't really realize that the area was like a huge area yes. that is—it's not open world, but it's open world in the sense of like it's not one like from point A to point B. Yeah, but it's a like a built out area that you're like I get what you're saying uncovering yeah I mean it's not like I would consider Breath of the Wild an open world yes you plop down you can run anywhere yes as long as you know if you're not getting killed by something you can keep running you know until you run out of map yeah uh, whereas Dark Souls, you have kind of like a central gateway in Dark Souls, and then you kind of go to different large areas from that central gateway yes yeah yeah um, yeah but I didn't. I I had no concept of that, so I was assuming like, oh, this is like Uncharted, so I'm gonna get to the end of this objective, and then like the next level is gonna start. Sure, but it's not like that. So where are you right now? Um, oh, what's the name of the planet? Braca. No, I'm off Braca. Uh, I'll look it up. It's a planet with a bunch of different like temple guards. Temple guards. Yeah. The Jedi temple guards. Maybe. <laughs> You're gonna start playing. <laughs> Yeah, maybe uh, maybe if I start playing, we can but start doing a game you, segment. It gives you the option. I could have gone to um, a couple of different places. I just unlocked. Kash- Are you in Jeddah? No, I'm not on Jeddah. Oh, okay. I just unlocked Kashyyyk, though. So that's probably where I'm going Ooh, next. Oh, do you think you have to fight a Wookiee? <laughs> fight him or free him? I don't know which one yet. Good relations with the Wookiees, have I? Well, that's what they said. I have to go and find this famous like general, and it's Tarful. Oh, <gasps> yeah. Tarful boy, yeah, that's exciting. I'm glad he's uh, I'm glad he's up. Now this takes place like r- shortly after Order sixty six. Yeah, somewhere in between. Okay, Cal Kestis, right? Yep. Oh, I got that black it's, series. I'm assuming it's probably like eight to ten years after. Oh, okay. Is he a Padawan? He was a Padawan when Order sixty six. Well, I guess went once down. the order kind of fell apart, you can't really say, "Well, he's a knight. He's a Padawan. He's just a Jedi." At that point, well, he was a Padawan and like. Like, I'm very bad at ages, but I would assume he's probably, like, 10 or 11, like, when Order 66 goes down. Now he's in his down. early 20s, probably. And now he's, like, between 18 and 22. Okay. So. All right. Um, That's cool. I'll have to play that soon. I mean, I have been playing Halo, so I've at least been turning the systems on lately. Yeah. Um, So that's a step in the right I direction. I have, like, I'm not used to, you know that feeling you get when you start a new video game and you're not really, like, sure how the combat controls work, where you just get your ass kicked for the yeah. first, like... Well, I mean, Couple if it's a Souls-style game, uh, if you have it on a difficulty level that's hard, you're going to get your ass kicked. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I might play it through on the cheapy baby level. Just kind of just put it down and easy just so I can get the story. I don't know. We'll see what I feel like. What do you have it on? Just like the, whatever Normal. it started with? Normal. Okay. All right. So we do have two emails. Uh, let's see here. Let's let's do this one first. So we have this like rogue Gungan account that just showed up on Twitter today. <laughs> Just called like sexy Gungans, and it's you know it's one of the po- we get multiple troll accounts that pop up. Probably the authorian historian. I don't know. Uh, who knows though? I thought maybe Michaela or Laura from Jar Jar Thinks. The last time I it thought happened, it might have been Devin. The last time it happened, the authorian historian tried blaming his wife. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so sexy Gungans. They even have uh, a sexy Gungans 
email address set up. Like, they're really going all in on this. Um, it says Misa Gungan. That's the name on the... <laughs> Anyways, it says... Okay, so Hideo. I think I don't even... I think they were going for Hayo? I don't know. It says Hideo, like Hideo Nomo, like the former baseball pitcher. Hideo, Adam and Tom. Maybe they're going Hayo. Hideo. Hideo. Hideo, Adam and Tom. Misa has stumbled upon you's podcast and will continue to watch under Una Condition. <laughs> You both finally admit that Jar Jar is the true Phantom Menace and the true Lord of the Sith. Um, yeah. Sure. I, yeah. If, if you're going to listen, then, yeah, I'm perfectly fine declaring Jar Jar a Sith Lord. I've heard this theory before, and I've, like, I'm not turning my nose up to it. I just haven't devoted the time to actually I mean, looking into we've it. We've talked about it. Jar Jar stumbles around him but he's lethal as fuck like oh, he's yeah. just icing folks left and right yeah he should have died a thousand times by now so i guess there's some credence to the idea that he's got something cooking under the radar well it also like i don't know maybe there's maybe he's not necessarily a sith lord but he's from no naboo. he's the sith lord he's from naboo palpatine's from naboo maybe there's some kind of back channel palpatine has maybe he's palpatine's know. gungan half son maybe yeah uh, but yeah, I'm perfectly fine declaring him a true Lord of the Sith. Do you think we'll get any more Gungan episodes in Clone Wars? No, I think I think we, the <laughs> Gungan days, episodes have gone. Those the days the are behind us. Yeah. <laughs> um, but thank you, uh, and Clone Casanovas, if you want. I think they're at sexy Gungans on Twitter. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they followed you by now. I don't know. <laughs> Who could it be though? Who is it truly? <laughs> It's probably just the Dark Lord of the Sith, Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. Alrighty. Um. And then Thorian Historian uh, also wrote in. <laughs> Do we think this is the authorian historian? I don't think this one's the authorian historian. I don't historian. think so. I don't think so. I think we got a new clone casting over that's flexing their trolling yeah. muscles here. Okay, so uh, the title of this was "I will sue for." De <laughs> oh, you wrote "I will sure for defamation." <laughs> it's "I will sue for defamation." Maybe when you're really angry, just do your spell check. You know. <laughs> Uh, hey guys, I was just listening to the latest episode and heard Tom's hilarious misinterpretation of the noises I make when playing Halo and in question marks, which I am super great at. He's, he's up and down. Um, he's better than me. I've been struggling. Uh, this bong, not sure what it is, is not what it seems. <laughs> Whenever I play video games with friends, I make sure to have a nice cold glass of chocolate milk close by to keep me refreshed. Between rounds, I will often blow bubbles. <laughs> In the aforementioned chocolate milk because I'm so youthful and full of whimsy. Take a listen if you don't believe me. And he linked a YouTube video uh, that was about a couple minutes long. It had like 600 views and it was from 2008. And it was just like this really low quality video of some girl blowing bubbles into chocolate milk. So it wasn't him blowing bubbles. I don't think okay. so, no. Unless he filmed and it was something. He was capturing the yeah. spirit of someone else. I'll throw it in the Discord. Yeah. We'll throw it in the Discord once this episode releases. Um, clearly, this has been one huge misunderstanding that I hope we can all put behind us. Yours truly, IH. Um, I mean, if you want to take me to court over that, Authorian Historian, <laughs> I'd gladly see your ass in court. Because <laughs> ain't blowing no chocolate bubbles, baby. Yeah, but in his defense, do you remember when you were little and you figured out if you blew bubbles in milk, they, like, stayed they, they, there? Yeah. Was, that blew my mind. They built up. <laughs> <laughs> and then milk just became a thing to blow bubbles yeah. eventually and just annoy the shit out of your parents. Yeah. Go to Perkins, you get that chocolate milk, the Swiss chocolate milk. Blow it up, baby. Blow it up. <laughs> blow it up. <laughs> and then you got to like perfect the art so you don't go too over. Yep. You know, you can get it coming up a little bit, but if you go too over, they just start spilling down the sides. Yeah. Then your parents get mad. God, the days when you were younger, like a little kid and your parents brought you oh, to yeah. a restaurant. 
It was nuts. I remember when my yeah. parents brought me to Old Country Buffet before I worked there. Of sure. Course. Like, I was like, wait a minute. We we go get grab our food whatever right away? Like, this is insane. We, yeah. We don't have to wait As a kid, for someone? I always hated waiting for food. Yeah, me too. Like, I was just like, why do people do this? Yeah. You go to McDonald's and just get the food right now. <laughs> I got to tell you, though, Perkins French Toast still hits for me after all these years. I love Perkins French Toast. I, um, like- I miss Ember's. I miss Embers. I lived at Perkins in high school, like before I could go to a bar. Like that's just the Robert where... Street West St. Paul one. Yeah, yeah, that's where we would hang out and go after we saw like movies and yeah. stuff. But I remember there's one item that, at the time, I'm assuming it was like nine dollars, but their chicken tender melt sandwich. You that... always got that. No, I didn't because that yes, was you like did I remember or was it box that got it? It was box that always okay. got that. The chicken tender melt, that was like the most expensive item on the menu. Oh, really? And looking back at it, it was probably like nine bucks, but I was always broke, so I yeah. could never like get it. But every once in a while on a payday, I'd like oh. go and get it. Who was the server that we had there that we'd always see late night? Remember I her? I think her name was Janelle. Janelle. I just was thinking about her the other day. Yes. It's like, what the hell happened? We always her? went in and saw Janelle. Yeah. I miss Janelle. Yeah. Did I ask her out on a date one? No, I didn't. Uh, chances are good. Oh. <laughs> We had a flirty connection. You had a lot of lines in the water. Ooh. <laughs> I got by. <laughs> but they dig. They, yeah. they test. Okay. Um, we're talking gibberish at this point. Um, should we do the time warp? It sucks today. Should we do it? Before that, the planet Zepho. Ooh, Zepho. All right. That's exciting. I'll Wait. have to check it out. But yeah, let's do time warp. All right. Wait. Now, do they give you any plants to choose from at first, or is it kind of you have your couple to choose from? A couple of what? Plants. Choose from. Uh, first off the bat, uh, you do have to go to like a, a temple, but then after that, you like get a Jedi temple between to go to two. A Jedi temple. Yeah. Oh, so I have. Uncover, I have to play this game. Some stuff. I have to play this game. Okay, let's do the time warp. It's a chibata bread. Chibata bread. Ooh, my Canon quick menu came up. My printer is telling me something. It can wait. Okay, what do we got for an air date on this bad boy? To Catch a Jedi aired February 23rd, 2013. Okay, so one week after the previous episode. Um, okay, so it's still fucking thrift shop. Jesus. This is the last week of thrift okay. shop. And then we get it. Dude, there's a couple songs I looked at like the full year. There's a couple songs that I like, but this might be my least favorite year for popular <laughs> music of all time. <laughs> Anyways, let's listen to my goddamn BTS Kids Bop. Oh, yeah, these kids are cooking. It, 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 it. Okay, I'll stop. All right. Um, we do have a new number one movie. You're not gonna believe it. <laughs> it came back from the dead. Oh no! It came. So it's been one that we've had before recently, and it's back from the dead. Identity thief. <laughs> yeah, it's back. Yeah. <laughs> Identity thief has destroyed after one week. So it was Identity thief, and then it went into uh some one of the Die Hard sequels. Yeah. And now it's back into Identity Thief. Jason Bateman. Yeah. Oh. Things were paying dividends for that guy. Yeah. So, yeah, Identity Thief and the Die Hard movie just trading punches. Okay. People couldn't decide what they wanted. Do we want to watch an action movie or that has probably some comedic things? Or do we want or a, a comedy chubby. that has some action? Or a chubby gal just falling down all the time. 
<laughs> which one? Which one are we going for? I don't know. I would probably choose neither personally. <laughs> that's just me. But yeah, I mean, people are like, do we want the action comedy or do we want the comedy action? You know, because Die Hard's got the quips. Yeah. You know, it's got the quips, but it's definitely secondary to the action. Sure. Whereas Identity Thief has got the comedy, There's some action but the in there. action is secondary. Hey, did you see Identity Thief? No. I've actually watched it. It's 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 not a good movie by any means, but uh. it's not horrible. So when you say she falls down a lot, you're not lying. Oh, no. She falls down <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Does absolutely. she do any, like, Binks falling down where she accidentally kills, like, ten bad guys by falling down? I think there's some of that in there, yeah. Man, Binks was a revolutionary. <laughs> yeah, he was. Just a revolutionary. Ah, <laughs> uh, that Jar Jar Binks. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't got anything else. Should we get into it? Yes. We, oh, yeah. By the way, Letters to Santa, we're taking a day off. Um, if you want, though, please send them in, clonecastpod at gmail.com. That'd be great. It would be awesome if you sent those in. Um, but... It's definitely something that we're going to be revisiting multiple times before we get to the old Christmas holiday. Uh, it's just this week, we had some time to do an episode today, so we're getting right into it. So, all right. Should we do it? Yeah. Let's do it. Do it. Hello. General Kenobi. Hello, Charles. Let's play. She is back. Did you see this one coming? Um, no. That fucking thumbnail. We watched it, and I think it tipped you off a little bit. What thumbnail? When we pulled up the episode. No, I wasn't tipped off. Okay. We watched it together. Yeah. And when we saw the back of her head when she was spying on Ahsoka. That, yes. I, I legitimately got hyped then. The thumbnail had someone holding two red lightsabers. Oh, okay. And I thought, like, shortly after we started... Maybe, it, like, subconsciously that did something to me. Okay. But, no, I wasn't like, oh, Ventress is going to show up here. I did not expect Ventress yeah. at all. But when I saw the back Once of her head... you see the back of her head, yeah. Oh, I know the back of her head. <laughs> Sorry, is that too horny, you folks? Know it intimately. <laughs> I know it intimately. Oh, I know the ladies. <laughs> oh... Uh, well, knowing Ventress, I bet she would know the back of your head. Hey, <laughs> what happens in the bedroom stays in the bedroom. Okay. All right. Should we talk about it, though? Yes. Hell of an episode. This arc is really I just... I fucking love this arc. It's a great arc. It's so good. I almost... The, the first episode of this aberration, it was just like, oh, this is weird. But yeah. then... No. It's fucking great. Yeah. So let's talk about To Catch a Jedi. So where we left off... Ahsoka had escaped through the sewage tunnel systems. Uh, Season five. That's right. Yeah. Episode 19. To catch a Jedi. To catch a Jedi. So, yeah, Ahsoka's on the lam. Yeah. Uh, running. Falsely accused of the murder of Letta. <laughs> I wonder where their hat is. I wonder where Letta's hat is. <laughs> Do you think it's still just sitting in the cell? No, I like to imagine that right after everyone left, one guard just, like, walked up and had to, like, bend over and pick it up. You know, I kind of wish 99 was still around and he was working there as, like, the cleaning guy. Because yeah. I could see 99 going in there and just flopping it on his head and be like, oh, I like this. I could see 99 sweeping it into one of those, you remember those, like, janitor dust pans yes. on the pole? Yeah. And, like, sweeping it in there. and being I don't like, know. Maybe oh. they got a prison 99. 
You know? Oh, yeah. Maybe, you know, sure. they got a prison guy that, that's similar to 99. He's got a nice new hat now. Yeah. Be cool. It's like a, I was thinking of Gallagher whenever I saw it. You remember oh, Gallagher? Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you remember Gallagher? Oh, of course I remember Gallagher. Did you ever get into Gallagher as a kid? No, uh-uh. I, I remember. Gallagher. I remember seeing him and being like, what is this? But I never got, like, into him. I don't know, dude. I loved that shit when I was a kid, man. <laughs> oh, dude. Saturday night, like, and a Gallagher pops on. A taking, Gallagher special. Taking mallets to watermelons? Yeah. And, like, he would, he would bring out, like, these, like, giant couches. Yeah. As he does his bits. And, like, he's like, let's go on and see what's in there. And it, and the couch is also, like, a trampoline. Right? Sure. So he's, like, jumping around on it. And then he, like, pulls out, like, a giant potato chip. It was great. <laughs> like, when you're seven years old and yeah. Gallagher randomly comes on, like, USA Network and you get to watch it, that like, with your mom audience. on a Saturday yeah. night. Like, it was just the best. I did. <laughs> At, like since then, like getting into because I followed like stand up comedy for a little while and like I heard stories about Gallagher. I, I think he got like super sick and then his brother just was like, tell you what, I'll buy your entire catalog for X amount of money. Yeah, his brother goes around and like, he was Gallagher like, too. Sure. And then his brother started touring as Gallagher too. With, yes. Like, all of his shit. Yeah. Um, Gallagher. No, he had like some heart problems, I think. Um, he ended up like walking off of an episode of Marin. Yeah, he went on Mark Marin, and Marin was asking him questions. He got all pissed at Mark Marin, and then he walked out, and you just heard Mark Marin say, "Like Gallagher, Gallagher, come back, come back, Gallagher." <laughs> I think Gallagher might have gone the way of like the QAnon stuff. Um, let's see here. I- I'm looking up Gallagher. Uh, in 2004, Comedy Central rated Gallagher the 100th best stand-up comedian of all time. Gallagher was displeased with being ranked so low. <laughs> And he told the Oregonian, I looked at the other people and I was trying to find anyone I ever heard of. How could I be behind people I never heard of? I made 13 one-hour shows for Showtime, which are available on videotape. I invented the one-man show on cable. Yeah. How is it possible you could be behind people you've never heard of before? His Wikipedia also has an audience injury page. Um, it has like... Yeah, I'm sure there were watermelon seeds hitting people's eyes <laughs> left and right. eyes out. <laughs> Uh, running for governor as an independent in the 2003 California gubernatorial recall election. That sounds about right. Gallagher finished 16th out of 135 candidates with 5,466 votes. Only in America, baby. <laughs> uh, but it doesn't have anything about the QAnon. I could have swore he turned into like a big like QAnon blah, blah, blah guy. Oh, here we go. During a performance on March 10th, 2011 in Rochester, Minnesota. Oh, Probably probably getting that uh, bum heart fixed yeah. down at the clinic. Gallagher collapsed on stage, clutching his chest. He was rushed to St. Mary's Hospital. What? Where it was determined that he had suffered a minor heart attack. Now, St. Mary's Hospital is a 2,059-bed hospital located in Rochester, Minnesota. It comprises the St. Mary's campus with... It's Mayo Eugenio Lita Children's Hospital. Uh, it forms an integral part of the Mayo Clinic Academic Medical Center. Yeah, I think that wasn't that Ken Burns doc that I watched. Uh, okay. Um, so, yeah, I think it was, um, it used to be called that, but now it's a Mayo Clinic. It's officially a Saint Mayo Mary's, Clinic. St. Mary's, yeah. Eventually, like, they and the Mayo Clinic merged, I think. Okay. Uh, fun fact about St. Mary's as well, that's where I went to grad school. Oh. And I dropped out. Yeah. That's because right. I got ulcerative colitis and my butt hurt. <laughs> Didn't you start going to grad school just to stop paying student loans? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but 
no, I really did was like I I was also at kind of like a uh, crossroads. Let's like, I fucking hate the corporate world. Yeah. Um, I needed to do something else, but at the same time, like, then the pandemic hit, and so I was like, well, I don't want to do online grad school. Yep. So I dropped out, and I was like, I'll come back after the summer. Pandemic did not subside, so I went back to take one class, and I was like, I'll do one class online just to keep my enrollment, and then I'll go all in as soon as we're back in. Then I got really sick. Yeah. And I dropped it, and I was like, I can't even do the work. And then my dog died, <laughs> and it was just a shitty winter last year. It was just one thing after another for you for a while. Yeah. The only positive last one was we started this goddamn thing. Yeah. That was fun. It's really kept us afloat. Mentally. It really has. <laughs> um, but I also, after when I started to get better physically, I took a good hard look at my loans, and I was like, I think I'm just going to bite the bullet and start paying these bad boys. Yeah. So. That's where we're at with that. Anyways, we got completely off topic with Gallagher. Yeah, we did. It happens. It ha- That's why this shit turns out to be like fucking three hours long <laughs> and probably why nobody wants to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we got our hardcores and then somebody else probably like pulled. I've been hearing about this clone cast. They pull it up. It says two hour and 20 minute episode on a 20 minute children's show. <laughs> why do they keep talking about Billy Joel and Gallagher? <laughs> hey. This is the shit we want to talk about. You don't have to click it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're going to start off with a clip. Uh, we're getting to the Jedi Council, and Tarkin's, Tarkin is reporting into the Council about what's going on. Now, as we know, we left off. Ahsoka jumped into uh, the lower levels and escaped out of the sewage system. So she's in the lower levels of Coruscant on the run, and we are going to get our first clip. Now, it should be we only have four clips this episode, but they tend to be a little bit longer, close to two minutes on each one. So here we go. After further investigation, there can be little doubt that the clone officers murdered in the escape were killed by none other than Ahsoka Tano herself. Fuck you! She used a Jedi mind trick to convince the clone to open the door and then proceeded to cut him down along with five other clones along the way. I do not believe that Ahsoka could have fallen so far. The beliefs of the Jedi Council are irrelevant. We deal strictly in facts and evidence, and the evidence points to Padawan Tano being guilty of the attack on the temple and the murder of the Republic officers. This is sedition. Skywalker, was there no way to stop your Padawan before she escaped? No, Master Mundy. The Council believes that Ahsoka may be guilty of the crime. Still believe they are wrong, do you? Hmm? I believe she didn't kill the clone troopers or the woman who used the nanodroids to blow up the temple. Her name is Leta! To prove her innocence. Now she's in the lower depths. With her skills, she will be hard to find. Two teams we will send. Master Skywalker and Master Plo Koon. With clones, you will go. I think it would be best if Skywalker stayed here. Having you involved may actually make things worse. Master Windu, with all due respect, she is my Padawan. The reason for you not to go. I think we're being foolish if we take Anakin off this mission. Who knows her better? He's emotionally tied to her. Probably too emotional to do what needs to be done. I'd rather capture Ahsoka and find out the truth than let her run because of a lie. You must prove to us that you will stay focused. Can you? I've already alerted security on the lower levels to be on the lookout for Ahsoka. Go swiftly then, Skywalker, and bring back this lost child before it is too late. Okay. So, 
Uh, Anakin and Plo Koon are going to be leading a couple teams down there. So Anakin's going to be taking Rex with them. And we got Commander Wolf with yeah. Plo Koon. Um, Commander Wolf, who we really like on a Black Series action figure level. <laughs> yeah. he. I got the three and a half inch Kenner. He's decked out. Yeah. And you did you get the you got the wolf, right? Yeah, price alert. Price alert. Um yeah, so they're gonna be heading down to the lower levels of Coruscant. I think when we first met Wolf, you described him as like a cross between Cody and Rex. Because he has some of the antennas that yeah. Cody has, but then also like yeah. some kind of Rex characteristics. Yeah. He's cool. Yeah. Although he doesn't like R2, which is beyond me. <laughs> it is I gross. think it was more he didn't like C three PO, but he kind of Disliked R2 as well, yeah. just, I think, by association. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, yeah, we'll talk about when we get to Revenge of a Sith the next. Okay. There's some fucking R2 lines in there that I was <laughs> yeah. just like, yeah. did you see the one I tweeted out? No, not yet. Where he beeps and, like, <laughs> 3 feels like, oh, what's going on here? Blah, blah, blah. It's like when Anakin was starting to just go nuts, right? <laughs> and R2 goes, he, it's uh, it says, like, R2 beeps it back, and then, like, it says what C-3PO's translation was, and it just said, nobody tells me anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't talk to me anymore. <laughs> it's great. It was it was uh, listening to Tarkin. Like Tarkin's such a piece of shit, mm-hmm. and he basically pulls a Ben Shapiro by saying facts and logic. Yeah. Yes, we listen to facts. We don't care about what you Jedi have to think or whatever. Yeah, it's like basically saying facts don't care about your feelings. Why does no one? Does no one like? I thought there had to be a motive in order to like pursue some someone. Like, no one has a... They don't understand that... Like, there's no motive that Ahsoka might have for this. Well, the motive might be that she had let it be her Patsy, and now she's killing her to cover yeah, up her I tracks, know, which is what like, Barris is doing. Yeah. Ugh, I don't know. It's just frustrating. I don't know. I mean, I hate the whole, like, facts don't care about your feelings thing. One... Well, There's a lot of nuance in the world, yeah, first but, of all. And one, the people that often say that also don't let, even know the let, facts. Let their feelings get in the way of facts. Yes. Fucking constantly. Yes. It's amazing how like people that like the facts don't care about your feelings card will like glom onto some like completely uncredited report and share it till yeah. the end of time. And then it's just like, well, no, you have to take a look at it this way. And they're like, well, that's just horseshit. It's yeah. just. It's like, okay, here's some facts for you. And they're like, nope, nope. But also, I mean, just things like there's certain things in life that are real. Yeah. And I mean, just like look at like the one of the things I like to talk about is like the redlining with black America and white America in a lot of major cities, which we dealt with here in Minneapolis quite a bit. That got brought up after the George Floyd thing. Like it got talked about a lot. Like black people lived over here. White people lived over here. It's even right now you can see it in North Minneapolis still to this day. Every major- North Minneapolis is predominantly black. As soon as you get over the bridge into Northeast Minneapolis, it's like a hip, fucking trendy, like young white people community. Yeah. It's every it's every major metro area yes. in the U.S. has a redlined neighborhood yes. that is exactly that way. And the thing that drives me nuts, though, about the argument is it's always like whenever I hear Ben Shapiro talk about race, it's always like... Everybody has the same opportunity in America. There's there's nothing in the law that makes a, a black person more disadvantaged than a white person. It's like the dude never takes into account like what, I don't know, hundreds of years of slavery does. Yeah. And then also just being second class citizens for a long period of time does. And just, I mean, like it's just like these things have generational effects. Yeah. And it's just like, how can you not, how can you look in the mirror and not accept that? 
Yeah. It's, just, it's fact. Like, it's it's just a fact. Well, and the, the the whole, like, white privilege as a subject has gotten so twisted and misunderstood that, like, I've, I'll talk to people, like, who are my age and older who I thought were smart mm-hmm. that will, like, look at me and honestly be like, what are you talking about white privilege? I'm not privileged. I'm I'm. I'm not wealthy. Well, it's and more. It's, like, it's more of that. that. No, it's more of the. It's more of just what they've done so well with weaponizing, like the working class. Against but that's what each I'm other. saying. And like, I have had to explain it to people and be like, okay, let's say you get pulled over by a police officer, and someone, like all things being equal, someone gets pulled over that happens to be black, and that police officer just happens to be just a dickhead, and he walks up to both, both of your windows. And is just an asshole to you. And like, even taking the, uh, the, the blatant racism of the police out of this equation, let's just say that the interaction is exactly the same. That officer walks away and you as a white person could walk away from that being like, God, that officer was a dick. Yeah. What an asshole that cop was. And the black person and I'm saying aside from fearing for their life, like has to take time out of their day to be like, was that cop a dick or was he just racist? Yeah. And I've had to explain like, that's privilege. Like that's what, that's what white privilege you is. You could even just say it's simple- just 30 seconds <laughs> yeah. or like just a fraction of a no. second in your head being like, wait, was he racist or was he just a dick? Yeah. And it's like, that's something you don't have to do. That someone that is a different race has to do all of the fucking time. I've had this conversation, and I'm pretty sure you've had this conversation more than me, with our conspiracy friend mm-hmm. who hates the idea of white privilege. Yep. And the way I explained to him is like, okay, let's say you're black. Do you think you would have the exact same experience you had your entire life? It's I, that simple. I said, really, if, you, if you can honestly look in the mirror and say, yeah, if I was black, it'd be exactly the same. You're fucking lying. No, he actually believes that, though, because I fucking lie. I've said that exact same thing to him. I was like, let's say someone was born like exactly the day, the time, all things being equal. Same parents, same upbringing, same diabetes, even as me. Yeah. They just happen to be black. I was like, I think that person would face a lot more challenges than I've had to face. And he was like, I don't think that's true at all. He was like, maybe maybe in like the 60s, but I don't think that's true now. Come on. No, I th- I just yeah. don't. I, I just don't think he's being honest with himself. No, I think he's just. I don't think he's educated himself on the actual issue. Yeah, I, don't I, know. Think, I he think believes I think, it. Yeah, I don't know. I think if you just say to somebody who's critical of like the idea of um, you know, white privilege, just say, hey, okay, just take a look at your experience. If you're black, do you think it would have been exactly the same? Now, I'm not saying you're privileged. Yeah. I'm saying there's a certain amount of privilege that comes with being white. Yes. You could be a working class white person who never had a fucking, you had a drug fucking, you know, you had an alcoholic father, you had all these problem things. It's not That doesn't saying, mean you're, a, that doesn't, not, we're not saying you're like some super privileged person. That's where the, that's where the misunderstanding comes from. But that's how they weaponize it. Yes. That's how they weaponize It's just like how they get fucking working class people. A guy making $20 an hour that fucking gets mad at McDonald's workers that wants $15 an hour. Yes. It's like, why are you, why are you mad at them? Yeah. You, you should be mad at the people that are fucking pouring gas on this fire and yeah. trying to get you mad at them. Yeah. Anyways, okay, so yeah, <laughs> facts don't care about your feelings. Back to Star Wars, <laughs> fucking shit. <laughs> this arc is really just bringing the deviations out of us. I, we, I just, know. we just we just get know. off. 
Well, that fucking line is just like, shut the fuck up, dude. I know. Like, what what have you really done? He 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 says all these things like she uh, used a Jedi mind trick on the like. Where the fuck did she use a Jedi mind trick? We saw how she got out of the cell. Yeah. Where the fuck did she use the Jedi mind trick? So what just tells me is like. Tarkin is just trying to set her up. It's probably like a Palpatine thing. Well, that's, and it's just, it's all a ploy to get Anakin darker and darker. It comes back to that stupider liar thing, too. It's like, okay, Tarkin, are you just that legitimately lazy? Or are you a liar? That you don't want to do the due diligence and actually find out who did this? Or are you just that dumb that yeah. you're like, oh, no, this it has to be her? Yeah, and when, when, when like, ten guards are dead, you think you would want to get all the evidence... Before you just wholesale say, yep, Ahsoka did it. This person who never, who never has been aggressive in that way or anything Hasn't like that. Hasn't shown an inkling of rebelling at all. No. There's just, it, and you know, anybody, you know, as a character, you know, as a character witness, you know, like anybody that knows her would be like, yeah, this doesn't sound right. But no, Tarkin is ready to just not even do an investigation, just throw the book at I can understand, hey, we got to go apprehend her because she's like the prime suspect and she's on the run. The other thing that Tarkin says in the middle of all of this, too, was the beliefs of the Jedi Council are irrelevant at this point. And it's like, since fucking when are you've been fighting a war on the backs of these guys and you've been taking their opinion That's just into more, consideration. D- Tarkin is, but as we know, like Tarkin has a relationship with Palpatine. It's just, and it's all, it's, you know, it's all just Palpatine a, grabbing more power. There's a couple of things and, and we talked about it last episode, but like, it's just flagrantly obvious that they are showing us, they're smacking us in the face with the fact that, oh, this Republic has become an empire. Like, yes. this has gone past the point of no return. Yes. And the Jedi are completely oblivious to it. But we are yeah. dealing with something different. Yeah. Though in a way that we haven't had to deal with the Republic Well, and before. as we get closer to Revenge of the Sith, more and more of the Jedi are becoming leery of Palpatine and the maneuvers he's making. So they're doing a very good job of, like, drawing that line. They're, like, showing, like, oh, this happened. This happened. This happened. So it all builds up to just, like, yeah, we don't trust him anymore, and we might have to remove him from power if he doesn't just secede his emergency powers. Yeah. And then it comes to that. You know, it comes, he's, Grievous is dead, turns out he's a Sith Lord, blah, blah, blah. You all know the story. But yeah, they're doing an awesome job of at least, like, sowing these seeds for us. Yep. You know, filling in some blanks that you don't get when you jump from Attack of the Clones to Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. I mean, that's a couple of years, so they really do a good job of sowing those seeds. Sowing the seeds of love. Tears for Fears. You ever hear that song? <laughs> yeah. That song rocks. You know why? That's like a Beatles song, by the way. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's really cool when the horns come in, and it's like... You know what I'm talking about? I love Tears for Fears. Oh, they're actually really good. Everybody Wants to Rule the World yeah. is one of my favorite songs. Have you ever seen the YouTube video where the guy plays it on the xylophone? Yes! yes! Oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> the chows! All right, we got to get on with this. All right. And you'll hear the intro to that song. No, uh, I don't want to do it. No. Oh, we got time. The, the xylophone or just the regular version? The hammer, xyl- the hammer xylophone guy. Okay, okay. All right, fine, fine. We haven't done this in a while, and we're recording early. We can listen to the Hammer's Xylophone guy. It's already 8.30. <laughs> this is no longer... Well, I mean, I guess we're recording early in the sense that this doesn't That's have to I'm come saying. out for three days, but okay, fine. All right, so 
We go to the lower levels with Coruscant. They get some fucking more awesome cinematic shots. Oh, sorry. One more thing. What? As we were watching it together. I need another beer at this point. As we were watching it together, the second Obi-Wan spoke up and said that I believe it would be foolish to take Anakin off of this, you stood up from your chair, pointed at the TV, and yelled, King! <laughs> <laughs> I was very happy with him standing up for Anakin there. Just like, dude, I don't know. We'll get into... I get I get Mace's point, but yeah. it's like Anakin knows her better than anyone. There's a lot of good Mace dynamics, Yoda dynamics that we can get into with Anakin when we do the Revenge of the Sith yeah. in the next episode when we talk about the novel. Um, so we get some awesome shots of the lower levels of Coruscant. Like it, it dude, this cinematic, it, it's fucking gorgeous. The way they do that, the animation is off the charts in this episode. It's, we said it last episode. It's like watching a different show. It is, and we're going. All the way down to like the last level, and like, like the way literally that, ground level here. The way that we've experienced the underground in previous episodes, it's like a shaft that maybe has some like bars on the outside, and like maybe some landing yeah. platforms on the outside of this like this cylinder. One, yeah. There's a fucking city under the ground. Yeah, this one really. This time we're really exploring just how big it is down there. Yeah, and how large it is. I mean. It, Ahsoka's on level sector 1312, which I believe is like, that means like, if we're talking like reverse, like, like yeah, base floor number level. Yeah, yeah, like floor number. But, and also it's not like a, it's not like a skyscraper with like a thousand floors. That's a lot. I, you know, it, but it's bigger than that. I mean, God, they must be 10,000 feet underground. It's, yeah, it's gigantic. It's huge. This, and the does, shot, like the, the, the shot that you get as we're going down and you, it's, Fucking dude, it's it does, one of the best shots we've had so far. It does such a great job of just showing you the scale and like establishing like, yeah. oh, this is where they are. It's so big. Yeah, it's so big. And before we hit record tonight, you showed uh, the Star Wars. Um, 1313. 1313. Uh, it was like a demo from E3 like 10 years ago. It was like a that. game. Yeah, a game that was in development for a very long time. I think it was close to being released. And I'm assuming that meant it was going to take place in Sector 1313 level, of Coruscant. Level 13. And that would have been being developed right around this time as well. Yeah. Like, because this was 2000, I'm guessing E3 2013 or like what, May or June? Yeah. 2013. Um, and this, so. It I'm, looks, if check it out it's on youtube it's really cool yeah i think the whole premise of the game is you're a smuggler or something and you're going to the underground in coruscant mm -hmm. and then someone hijacks your like your shipment or whatever and it would so have been a cool game you have to fight bounty hunters and like navigate the underworld of coruscant yeah apparently um, your shipment is like a trandoshan <laughs> yeah that's what it looks <laughs> like, like you see it yeah but in, on on its wikipedia it says disney chose not to renew the trademark for star wars 1313 in the beginning of 2014 resulting in the u.s patent and trademark office considering the trademark abandoned so then they just like lost that yeah but there's like an actual like gameplay demo that they made yeah it was it's close to being released it's too bad um but it, as cool as that looked it's dwarfed by this episode. Mm -hmm. Some of the shots, the cinematics that we get. So, yeah, we get some awesome shots of lower levels. We also got, you know, just a plethora of characters once we get to the level here. We got we got some shares from Andoran. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, we got Rando Mandos. We got Mando Rando all over the place down here. There's one really, really cool Rando Mando that looks like a mini Rando Mando. Yeah. And he's on, like, a speeder. Yeah. Really showing me something. There's a man. It's a Rando Mando walking, like 
facing his back is facing us mm-hmm. so walking away from the camera with like a twilic sure and then another rando mando on a speeder like comes by him. Oh. <laughs> it's crazy it's great stuff uh also of course anytime you're in coruscant you get authorians left and right they're oh just, yeah yeah they're like they're like gremlins just popping up left and right we get our hat authorian too oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's wearing the hell out of that yarmulke the authorian historian would be very excited to hear that there's an authorian with a hat <laughs> Um, so we also get some Coruscant security down there and they're looking for Ahsoka. They're on the prowl. Um, and they have like the funniest mugshot I've ever seen of Ahsoka. Like it literally looks like a glamour shot. It is, I posted it on Twitter after we watched this. It is like when the media picks the most like aggressive looking photo of yes. a suspect in like plasters but it also all it's over like the place. i'm sitting there thinking like who took this picture yeah it's like it's it's oh, literally it's, like it's a wife that goes to glamour shots and gets like a sexy pose for like her husband or it's something. high res so weird it's high res but she looks like every single time we've seen ahsoka photographed or in anything she looks friendly and happy yeah and this is the one picture that looks like she's yeah. like scowling yeah it's like they're probably at some video of us like give me a frame that looks evil it's you like know? The, it's like that cover of Newsweek when OJ got arrested, where they like dialed down the contrast to make like look even more black. <laughs> you remember that? God, it's so weird. <laughs> Ugh, that's so fucking weird. I'm not defending OJ, by the way. He was a monster. That, he was a monster. That killed two. But people. you don't have to make it. You don't have to like try to like get white America in a fury. Yeah, it's ridiculous. He murdered his wife and a waiter. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, the media fucking sucks in this yeah. country, man. It's just shit. It's just shit. Anyways, um, also, uh, jury's out. Do you think the the cops on the underground are robots or humans? Humans. Okay. I had a feeling that they're humans and they're also wearing... But they have... Now, these course on security on lower levels, they look like... They look like high-tech, like, uh, sand people, like Tusken Raiders. Yeah, they're completely covered. Yeah, they're completely covered up. But yeah, I feel like they're humans. Um, so Ahsoka does have her comm badge. We remember she got her comm badge back when she picked up her lightsabers off the ground. And she comms into Barris. Um, and Barris uh, says, like, hey, you got to find another way to contact me. It's not safe to contact me on that Jedi communicator. You should get rid of it. So Ahsoka trashes it and gets rid of it. And she Barriss, steps on it. She steps on it. And Barris gives her the whole, like, I'll look into the stuff. I'll see if I can find out any good information for us here. So, pfft. see, for me, I already know it's her. So it's just- <laughs> I probably, I think at this point, if I didn't know that Barris goes bad, um, I think that I probably would have been like, Barris is, yeah, this is all Barris. They're laying it on pretty thick. Yeah, pretty thick. Also, you can see, I thought this the last episode, but Ahsoka only has one of her lightsabers, too. Yes, she only does have one so of her she lightsabers. lost the little And that guy. plays a pretty big role as we get in towards the end of the episode here, I think. Um, so, um, she's going to find another way to contact Barris that can't be tracked. Um, while this is going on, Ahsoka does not have any kind of like... Hood. She doesn't have any good hood. Yeah. she got no poncho. She's walking right out in the open. Walking right out in the open, and everybody's looking for her. So she sees this Gotal that's just getting trashed on the side, just sitting on the street, just getting hammered. Drinking from a bottle. Drinking straight out of the bottle. Um, and Ahsoka is like, hey, want to make? are you hungry? You want to make a trade? So she gives him like a tampon, and... <laughs> It looks like a tampon. Yeah, it does. Gotals eat tampons. It's one of those like weird breadsticks that look like dog treats that we've mentioned before. It's like a perfect cylinder. Yeah, it's really strange. Yeah, yeah, it's like a dent. It's a it's a dental stick from Pedigree. Yeah, from Pedigree dog food. <laughs> it's a nice crunchy for him. Um, but yeah, so she gives him a the tampon <laughs> he, crunchy. He looks thrilled too to get. <laughs> 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 Shot that. 
Screenshot it. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> He's having the time of his life. Uh, he looks so happy there. It's not worth a who are you, but do you know who voices him? The Gotel? Yeah. James Arnold Taylor. Dave Filoni. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I'm adjusting my... Uh... And the Gotel's, the Gotel's uh, name is Spots Podal. Oh. Spots Podal. Spots Podal. Oh, exciting news about the Shadow Collective, like young adult book. Not even young adult. I think it's for third graders that I'm reading it. <laughs> but exciting news about it. We get a name for fucking Cowboy Pigman. No. We get what a name. What is it? Oh, fuck. Why isn't Pigman working? Did I bring the... Oh, there it is. I don't have it on me. I, I, I brought it back to the living room. Ham Elliot? No. <laughs> He'll always be Ham Elliot to yeah. us. It's, it's, it's a funny name, but who cares? He's Ham Elliot. When we get to Book Corner next episode. Yeah, we'll reveal Pigman's okay. name. Yeah. <laughs> God, he rules. <laughs> They're like, he spoke with the drawl of the outer rim. It's like, you think? Um... So yeah, um, yeah. So the the Gotel gives her his cloak for the tampon treat. It it looks like a tampon. I'm sorry, that or chalk. It does. Pick yeah. your poison. Um, convenient that the Gotel's horns perfectly line up with the holes that Ahsoka needs in the hood. <laughs> yeah, the Gotel was like the perfect hood for her. Yeah. Um, so she gets some good hood right away. Um, so Ahsoka heads for like a subway station. Um, we see a lot of cool like Athorians walking around. There's so many cool this people This is where we get here. the hat authority. Yeah. Um, Ahsoka goes on the subway station, on the subway, and it takes off, but there's some guards that also board, and they're checking people for passes. Ahsoka's like, oh, God, and they're getting closer to her, and then they make a stop, and Ahsoka's like, I'm just going to get the fuck off here. So the door's open. Ahsoka's about to walk out, but she walks right into another set of guards. Um, so the door opens. There's like eight of these guards. Dude. Yeah, she's there's surrounded. A lot of them. Yeah. Um, so we get a little bit of a chase within the subway itself. Um, uh, there is a brain guy that like grabs a soak. He's like, I got her. <laughs> yeah, he tries, <laughs> tries to, to make a citizen's arrest. He's one of the guardian angels. Yeah. <laughs> you remember those guys? <laughs> <laughs> there were a bunch of dudes in New York yeah. in the late eighties, early nineties who just wanted to beat up black people. So they walked <laughs> around the, the New York City subway in berets. You know, one of like the old chairman of them ran for mayor this yes, year. Yes, <laughs> I know. Yeah, so this brain guy's really just going for it. But <laughs> Ahsoka gets free. Um, she ends up force throwing as she gets free of these people grabbing at her. She ends up force throwing the doors open and just jumps out of a moving train. There are Biffs getting like manhandled yeah. during this scene too. Yeah. People are getting run over. It's a pretty cool, like, the way the camera follows her as she's, yeah. like, flipping through the trains. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so uh, she jumps on the moving train, and she just kind of lands and does a barrel roll. And she almost runs into, like, this little Lena that's walking, and Lena just, like, yelps at her. Like, yeah, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, some guards spot her again, so she runs into a nearby elevator and the guards shoot the controls as he's trying to go down, and the elevator just, like, starts plummeting towards the ground. And you're like, okay, well, she'll figure it out. But there's a scared little Twi'lek boy in there, and he's like, Ucho Balata, Ucho Balata, or whatever he said. He's saying, uh, uh, come ne, come ne la, or something like that. Hmm. Okay. 
Um, and Ahsoka's like, don't worry, little guy. I'll get us out of this. So she starts, like, cutting a hole in the ceiling of the elevator. But the little Twi'lek starts, like, screaming something. He's like, Kupata, Kupata, or something like that. And he just goes over and hits Kuna. the emergency. Yeah, Kuna. 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 And he hits the emergency stop Kuna. button. So he hits the emergency stop button. Uh, and Ahsoka's like, oh, I probably should have thought of that. Uh, and then all of a sudden you see. <laughs> she, she says something like, I haven't been my best lately. Yeah. Um, Ahsoka then jumps out of the uh, elevator and she brings the little Twilight boy with him. And now this is very strange to me. Like the little Twilight boy, probably seven years old, eight years old, all by themselves in this elevator on Coruscant's lower levels. <laughs> and like Ahsoka, you know, she she gets the child out of there and then just hands him off to his mom who just. What what is he just like riding the elevator? Is like is this like an amusement park? This is like, <laughs> like this mom's is, waiting for him to be done with the ride. This is like a mom sending her three year old to the top of the Sears Tower. Yeah, and just like have fun. Let <laughs> have me know fun. When you're done. And then you come back down. <laughs> it's like yeah, I don't get it. But it's like a, it's like the only thing that really made sense was like a parent waiting for their kid to get off a ride yeah, at it, fucking Valley Fair. That's what it looked like. You know, yeah. I it was very strange. <laughs> But uh, the little Twilight is reunited with his horribly neglected, <laughs> neglectful mother. Um, so um, Ahsoka is now kind of in the clear. There's no guards around in this area, so she's walking away. <laughs> she starts walking away, and we get a, a great shot of an Athorian on a balcony. Did you see that guy? <laughs> no. <laughs> what did you do, like a detailed shot-by-shot breakdown of this? No, I kept noting there's a lot of background shit going on in this episode. Yes. It's like those episodes that we've talked about where there's like nobody in the background. <laughs> like the crazy they took thing. took our note. And the crazy like thing about Coruscant there. is there's like a trillion people on yes. this planet. It is like the most densely populated. Like but the human mind can't comprehend this planet. There's a bunch of people on the ground and then there's like a balcony and just one Athorian kind of hanging out <laughs> on the balcony. Is it like the guy in Meteor Man, James Earl? Do you remember the movie Meteor Man? No. You never saw Meteor Man? No, I don't. So think James so. Earl Jones, speaking of Star Wars, plays a character who's just like this old guy who just sits by himself in his, and plays old records and then just goes out. See him back there? Oh, he's watching. <laughs> yeah, but James Earl Jones is this guy who just sits in. He's like this recluse that sits in his apartment. And just sits on his balcony and talks to people from his balcony, but he never leaves his apartment and just listens to old records in there. That's awesome. Yeah, it fucking rules. And he's got like, dude, you got to see it. He's got like, he's got like a kid in play haircut. It's fucking hilarious. You got to see Meteor Man. Basically what happens is Meteor Man, a meteor comes down, he touches it, he gets special powers. Ooh. Superpowers. And he fights the uh, gang, the Golden Lords. They're the bad street gang in Harlem. <laughs> Lords, they got it. They got a chant too when they're going to beat people down. And they're like going in the outs. Lords, lords, golden lords. <laughs> you never seen Meteor Man? No. Uh-uh. Right. Check it out. It's a three out of ten. <laughs> I just checked a box next to my note that only said Athorian on a balcony. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I would love if the Athorian just started belting like memories or something like that. <laughs> Maybe I can get my buddy Brad to do an Athorian singing memories. Hey. Ooh, that would be a guttural roar yeah. of approval for me. This is where we get the <clears throat> the glamour shot of the back of your lady's head, though. Yep. So as Ahsoka's gone down to this another level, there's no guards around, so she can kind of she's got some time to chill out and just kind of sneak around. But we see that she's being spied on by a mysterious figure, just kind of looking at her, watching her. Um, so we get to Anakin and Plo. Um, their forces are heading to Sector 1312. All cops are bad. They're on a brand new ship, too. 
Yeah, they got a cool dropship. It's the Republic Police gunship, Ooh. which we see, we see it more in Rebels, but it's kind of a, I don't know. I think it's a cool reflection of our own times that we're living in right now. Where we're we like put like give the police tanks. We're like the Wichita Police Department <laughs> have like a Bearcat like assault vehicle. Well, that's like, good. It seems that's good because we are having a convention in Wichita. And we want to make sure we have good security. Exactly. <laughs> Fargo, North Dakota needs a yeah. tank. Yeah. But it's it is like it's it's showing the Coruscant police being militarized. <laughs> you go to Fargo and their police force are all wearing the bat suit from Frank Miller's Dark Knight. <laughs> They're ready to, like, take on Superman. <laughs> there was a great Onion article that's headline was, like, Sioux Falls, South, South Dakota, proud proud new owners of a battleship. <laughs> it's just, like, on the main street. Uh, but I think it is a good, it, like, it demonstrates how the war has affected Coruscant itself. Like, yeah. The police themselves have, like, started to militarize themselves. Dude, Palps is a fucking player, yeah. man. He knows how, he knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. And it's, the ship has certain elements of it that almost look like, it has, like, kind of solar power wings on the side that kind of look like a TIE fighter. It's very cool. Sure. Yeah, no. It, it's a it's a cooler looking gunship, I would say. It's like an upgraded gunship. Yes. And I think there's a there's a Lego set for it. I think it's like really? right when this came out. Yeah. And it it's orig- probably like what, seven hundred bucks it now? Originally retailed for like I think sixty or seventy oh, bucks. Damn. And it's selling for like four hundred dollars. It's nuts. The grail, man. I know. All these grails. I still need Tower of Earth Inc. is still my yeah, thing. Up there. Man. It's a cool ship though. It is a cool ship. Uh I want that gunship. Dude, that gunship is cool. The UCS one? Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking cool. Yeah. I think I'm going to start, you know, there's like people on Amazon that sell like uh, customizable, like not not customizable, but they're like, they're stands for some of the ships. So like, you know, you could type in your Mando set and I could get like a stand for my Mandalorian Starfighter, you know, that'd be cool. Yeah. Like, I don't know. They're just kind of sitting there right now, but it'd be kind of cool to prop them up, you know? God, I love Legos. (laughs) It's just the best, dude. It's just the fucking best. I want that Moss Eisley Cantina so bad. So bad. That thing has like 25 yes! minifigs. <laughs> dude, if you don't give a shit about the minifigs, you could just fucking sell them and probably make all your money back. Yeah. I want those minifigs, though. <laughs> I know. Ooh. <laughs> they got Pando Baba. Okay. Um. All right, where were we? Oh, yeah. Okay, so we get to Anakin Plows. So they're flying into Sector 1312, which I found was a funny name for a sector because uh, in recent years, 1312 has become synonymous with all cops are bad. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. So I've I've heard of like... So a. one is A, oh. three is C, one is A, two is B. All cops are bad. So if you a see... Cab. You've probably seen the graffiti in various parts of town. Like if you're driving, you see 1312. That's what it is. Yeah, A cab, which... All cops are bastards, right? That's what it's all cops for? are bad, or all cops are bastards, I believe. Yeah, but you see a lot of that around town nowadays. Yeah, yeah, especially, In- yeah. Interesting coincidence that it lines up with the floor that they're going to. Very interesting. Yeah, and they got this like militant police force yeah. coming into sector one three one two. Yeah. Uh, so Ahsoka's sneaking. We get a quick shot of them heading there, and then we get back to Ahsoka. She's kind of sneaking in this like uh, alley, not very busy, and she's attacked by a mysterious figure. It's going to be our next clip. Let's take a listen. Well, well, I didn't believe it when I first heard it, but I guess it's true. The Senate has put a bounty on your horned little head. 
And I'm going to be the one who collects. <laughs> oh! It was you, wasn't it? You were behind all of this, and you framed me! I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, you do! So what are you now? A bounty hunter? Yes, and <laughs> someone who knows how to make easy money. You think you're just gonna hand me I spliced two together. And then what? Get a pat on the shoulder? You're a separatist war criminal and a Sith. They'll have us both in prison before you said your name. I don't have to hand you over to the Jedi. I can hand you over to the Bonesman and still get paid. I'm gonna get my money whether you're dead or alive. <laughs> Good luck. Despite what you hear, I'm still a Jedi. I'm afraid the other Jedi no longer see it that way. I hate to admit it, but you're right. That's why I'm going to need your help. In what star system do you think I would ever help you? A traitorous Jedi tried to blow up the Jedi Temple, and has framed me for that and other killings. Hmm, so the Jedi aren't that holy after all. I know Dooku tried to have you killed. I know he betrayed you. What if this is his new apprentice? I've fallen from my path just as you've fallen from yours. We have a lot more in common than you think. What can you offer me that's better than money? If you help me, I'll speak to the Council and the Senate on your behalf. I'll get you a full pardon for your crimes. You have my attention. But I'm going to go where the tide flows. If the tide is flowing against you, don't think I'll forget about the bounty on your head. Fair enough. I suggest we find somewhere else to discuss this. Okay, so as they're 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 heading towards like a dock because uh, Ventress was going to take her and turn her in. Um, and as they kind of come to that agreement, all of a sudden an Anakin ship flies in to this level and, and spots them. Spots them. Um, so fucking Ventress is back, full body. She's got like a cool mask that she wears now, and that's why you heard that like With a visor modulated that voice fli flips up and yep. flips up and down. Um. Yeah. Why so, are lightsabers cutting the ground so cool? We get a lot of cool lightsabers. So, like, when she tackles Ahsoka, she ignites her lightsabers to him, puts them up to her neck, and she, like, cuts the ground with them. She does them. a wide sweep with yeah, both of them. Yeah, she does a big sweep and brings them together and then, like, holds Ahsoka. It's cool. Not the We've been seeing a lot of that lately. Palpatine cool. had that one in the that lawless the where he's like, <laughs> <laughs> That was so cool that he killed fucking Savage. <laughs> Stupid fucking Savage. Brother. Brother, brother, brother. I wonder what Maul's doing right now. He's probably crying on his throne. <laughs> Just crying. Do you think he left this, the picture of the Duchess up? Slowly weeping. I hope the picture oh, of the Duchess so. is still up and it just stares at him. I hope it's firmly planted there. Those eyes follow you around the room. Yeah, they really do. Like, I really hope that it's just like staring at him at all times. And maybe this is playing like on repeat. Oh. He has to hang out with Olmec all day because fucking Savage is dead. <laughs> Stupid asshole. Hell yeah. I, I hope he's fucking miserable. Really. I really do. Um, so, uh, yeah, Anakin jumps down and starts running towards them and Ventress and uh, Ahsoka bail. And Ventress activates this very convenient large ray shield. <laughs> it just blocks. Just the... huge ray shield. <laughs> yeah. Just blocks the whole port from like the inner sanctum of section 1312. Um, Anakin's kind of watches him run away and he's just like Ventress like what the hell he's like shocked to see Ventress and so Anakin sends out some probes 
It's like, send probes out. I want them caught now. He said he does see Ahsoka walking away with Ventress and yes. kind of like looking back at him and then turning away and Ventress kind of like touches Ahsoka on the shoulder. Yeah. So kind of a bad look yeah. for Ahsoka at that moment. And to yeah, be now and way. it adds another layer to Anakin being like, what the fuck's going on yeah. here? You know, like, eh. so um, our next scene is they get back to this kind of like alley area and Ahsoka is going to uh, give a call to her seeming ally in Barris. She's going to call on a fucking payphone. Yeah, this payphone. It's, it's literally like a hollow payphone. It looks like a Mac from like 1988. Yeah. Like the way the keyboard's set up and stuff. Remember those old call collect commercials like Hulk Hogan and shit? Yeah. Yeah, like that's what it reminded me of. Yeah. Like, th- is there a phone book on it? 1-800-CALL-ADD. Yeah. <laughs> Brother. <laughs> okay, so our next clip is going to be Ahsoka calling to Barris. It's about two minutes long. Let's take a listen. Nice place you have here. Not everyone on Coruscant lives in a luxurious temple on the surface. I guess I'll have to get used to that. Just make the call. Adding another criminal act to your record? I don't want them to be able to trace it. Barris, it's me. It's so good to see you, Ahsoka. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. If you consider Anakin and a hundred clones on my tail a good space to be in. You were almost captured? Once or twice, yeah. Where are you? I can't say, Barris. I believe I found a clue. A clue? How? From where? We don't have much time, Ahsoka. <laughs> it's a pro I'm on level 1312. <laughs> <laughs> Holo of 12th and G. Got it. So the probe reported back to Wolf. To be an abandoned warehouse where they used to build munitions that Letta visited during the time she was getting access to the nanodroids. How did you find this out? I told you I would do some checking. Oh, thank you, Barris. You're far too trusting, Ahsoka. Be careful, Ahsoka. <laughs> well, I think I have a lead. It doesn't seem like you need my help. That's not true. We need to find an abandoned munitions warehouse in level 1315. We should be able to find some information there. You know the place I'm talking about, don't you? Yes, I can get you there. Clone, bunch of clones surround with Wolf leading the way. Listen to me. I don't want to fight. I do. We're taking you in now, Commander. That's not gonna happen. Trust me. Now, I'm not going to hurt any of you. We're not going to hurt any of you. (laughs) But you're not taking me in. Commander, we are taking you in. Let's play. Okay, so Ventress, uh, obviously you heard it. The lightsabers ignite. Ventress is so cool. Ventress is very cool. She and looks I, like a Mortal Kombat. Let's play. She looks like a Mortal Kombat character in her bounty yeah, hunter gear. It's great. Um, I love this line. Let's play. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so but the cool thing is, so the forces surround Ahsoka and Ventress. Ventress drops Ahsoka's like, oh shit, she's gonna kill all of them. <laughs> but no. Um Ventress busts out the sabers, but she's just cutting blasters in half and like kicking people and punching people. Yeah. Like, so she is like 
playing by Ahsoka's rules here. Yeah. She's not killing clones. She's just <laughs> disarming them. They're playing by the Batman rules, which yeah. is don't kill anybody. Just give everyone concussion. <laughs> yes. <laughs> give them CTE. <laughs> yes. <laughs> The fucking, like, Riddler when he's, like, 60 is just going to be, like, walking around with his pants around his, his ankles all day long. is going to look like Swiss cheese. <laughs> Arkham is just a mess. It went from, like, this crazy place to just changing diapers all day. Like, just every criminal has dementia. <laughs> Arkham just turns into the Arkham, like, Alzheimer's Center. We shouldn't be laughing about this. <laughs> Mr. Freeze shoots himself in the chest so they can study his brain. Oh, my God, dude. No. I have to cut that, dude. No. No. That stays in. No. No. Batman's been a tyrant for too long. All right. You own it, not me. Oh, my God. All right. So, yeah. Um. Ventress is cutting blasters. Ahsoka's just kicked. Like they, it's like 15 on two, and they're just kicking the shit out oh, of yeah. these clones. It's um, actually a very cool fight. It is. And the coolest part is when Wolf grabs Ventress from behind, and she starts screaming like, <laughs> Yeah! She like starts fighting like crazy. Yeah, and she kicks the shit out of Wolf. Yeah. It is fucking great. I can't remember exactly what happened. I think she throws his head into like a pool or yeah, something. Yeah, she like, fucking knocks him over. And, but eventually Ahsoka and Ventress escape. Wolf kind of comes to and pages Plocoon like she's escaped with Asajj, Ventress, blah, blah, blah. Um, so they arrive at this munitions plant that uh, Barris told Ahsoka about, and that's where she's going to find her clues. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's the clue? I don't know. Where'd you get it? I don't know. Also, I how, how does... How does <laughs> I, can, uh, I can understand how Ahsoka <laughs> doesn't, doesn't see through Barris's ruse, but I... Like, I would think that Ventress would be eavesdropping and be like, hey, what's going on with your friend? Like, she seems a little suspicious. Yeah. Like, what's going on here? She's sus. She's yeah. very sus. Ahsoka's just... Like, why is Anakin said it a couple episodes. She's just a kid. Why isn't Ventress the one pointing it out, though? Like, I could see Ventress being like, no, something's not on the level. Maybe Ventress really wasn't spying on the conversation. Yeah, I guess. She did ask, like, what'd you find out? You know? Who knows? There was a pig man that walked behind her during the phone call, so maybe she got distracted. Oh, it's a pig man! A pig man! Maybe it was Ham Elliot. Maybe. You know, fucking Maul and Savage just messed up his whole operation on that, and then they stole his freighter. Maybe it's just like, fuck it, I'm done with this. I'm going to sell whatever I got left, and I'm moving to Coruscant. I know this uh, guy on cart. He can bounce for me. I'm gonna open. I'm gonna open up a club. In the lower levels of Coruscant. We could write our own book. What are you ladies doing down here in the lower levels of Coruscant? <laughs> Allow me to introduce myself. My name's Ham Elliot. Okay. Uh, so yeah, they arrive at this old munitions plant. Um, Ventress, at this point, is like, "All right, uh, I got you where you needed to go. I'm heading out now. Uh, remember to uh, put a good word in for me once you clear your name." Uh, gives her the lone lightsaber back. Ahsoka only has one saber, and she lost the other one in the chase the previous episode. And there's a really cool line where Ahsoka, as Ventress is about to head out, she's like, I never thought I would partner, team up with you in any sort of way. And Ventress just goes, these are strange times. Yeah. And I love that line. Yeah. Because they are. 
like the way things are going and it plays up to this like how we see this slow transition to a more and more authoritarian like community on Coruscant and like the Republic is changing and it's getting more and more. It's turning into a dictatorship and it really plays to that. We've talked about it the last couple of episodes. The, this arc has a <laughs> different feel to it and like that goes to it too. Like up until this point, we've had a clear distinction between the Republic and the separatists. Yeah. And now like the waters are starting to get muddied a little bit. Yeah. So like I think strange times <laughs> makes total sense. I keep thinking about the Mr. Freeze. <laughs> <laughs> this will run a little long. Let's let's great, get back into this. It's my greatest joke of all time. <laughs> no, I think the Dale Earnhardt one was still better. <laughs> oh, I don't know. We'll have to ask the authority story on that one. Let's uh yeah, I mean we're running a little long in this audio file. I want to make sure we don't lose it. So let's take a quick break here. We'll discuss that a little bit more when we get back. Okay, so yeah, where the fuck were we? <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, yeah, so these are strange times indeed. Uh, Ventress heads off, and she goes into the alley as she's leaving there, and you see this hooded figure. Also, Ventress is walking around with her visor up, which I thought was strange. Like, I thought once Ventress was away from Ahsoka, she'd lower that thing to kind of... Well, she's not on the job right now. Yeah, she's guess. just walking home, the course on lower levels. She really is built to be a bounty hunter. She really is. Yeah. She would be... She. I mean, I mean, I don't know. We don't see her doing too much bounty hunting outside of this Ahsoka thing thus far. But I could assume that she's probably the best bounty hunter of all time. Yeah. Yeah. She definitely gives Cad Bane a run for his money. I would think so. Yeah, I would take if I mean if I needed somebody to protect me, I would take Ventress over Cad Bane. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, she could protect me all day. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, she's heading back to her place wherever the fuck she goes. Um, and she gets attacked in the alley. So she she sees like a shadow and she hears a noise and it looks like Ahsoka's running back and it's just a loth cat shadow. It's a, so I looked it up. It's a Tuka cat. It's a actually, Tuka cat is actually the name of the species. There's a uh, a breed of Tuka cat on Lothal. That's a loth cat. That's called a loth cat. Okay. And you see a lot of those in Rebels. Sure. But Tuka cats, they're in Star Wars. They look like they were animated by Tim Burton. Like, yeah. They have a very kind of unique look to them. Yeah. Um, they're named after Dave Filoni's cat, Tuck. Tuck. Apparently okay. Dave Filoni had a cat named Tuck, and he named these after him. Oh, and... Uh, Numa, you remember the Twilight Girl from? Yeah, we love Numa. Yeah, she her little doll. That's a took a cat doll. Oh, okay. Excellent. Yeah, good nugget there. Thank you. Um, so yeah, I mean, she's like, oh, it you're wasn't. welcome. Yeah. <laughs> she's moving on. From that. <laughs> I ended that one right there. We're done. Okay. Um. So yeah, she's like, oh, it's just a cat. She's like, what? I thought I was done with you. No, it's it's the little cat running around. But then all of a sudden, she turns around, and just gets fucking smoked right in her stomach by like a fucking barrel that gets just chucked at yeah. her. Um, and so she drops her sabers. Her fucking helmet rolls off. She's like disoriented. And this figure walks over to you. Don't see the figure's face, but it's like this hooded figure that just walks over to her. It's literally kind, kind of a thin build. Yeah, it's Barris Offie. We know 
Anyways. Uh, but then Ventress just gets clubbed in the fucking face by a pipe. By the, a huge pipe. A big old pipe. <laughs> and so at this point, though, you see the hooded figure walk off, grabs both of her lightsabers and her mask. So uh, we get to Ahsoka back at this mun- old munitions plant. She's looking for the fucking clue. And even she's at this point is like, how am I supposed to find a clue when I have no idea what I'm looking for yeah. here? And it's like it's not yeah. exactly a small room that she's in. No, it's like this big fucking area. Um, so uh, as she's looking for a clue, all of a sudden she gets attacked from behind by Ventress. Not actually Ventress. I'm using Ventress in quotes here. Whoever just clubbed Barisafi, whoever just clubbed Ventress, is now attacking. Ahsoka under the guise of being Ventress. But Ahsoka right away is like, Ventress, it looks like you had a change of heart. And that brings yeah. me back to my like, like, does no one understand motive? Like, yeah. Does no one use logic? Like, why? And also, why does she just assume like, oh, it must be Ventress? And Ahsoka has fought Ventress before. Like, you think she would be able to like assess yeah. the fighting style? Like, I will say that Barris kind of plays up this kind of jumping around nimble fighting yep. style of Ventress, but also Ventress, when she fights, talks shit constantly. constantly. And and Barris is saying nothing here. So Ahsoka's gotta, she's gotta sense something is not up to snuff here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, she attacks with two red light, uh, uh, Ventress's two red lightsabers, um, has the mask on. Now Ahsoka only has the one lightsaber, because she lost her other lightsaber earlier. Um, so I think she's, like, immediately at a disadvantage. Now, like, one cool thing about the Revenge of the Sith novel, it talks about why they chose Kenobi to go fight Grievous. Because Kenobi's style, like, Mace is like, you are the perfect Jedi to fight him. Like, just do your thing, and you will defeat him. You're the master of Sorosu. And Kenobi's like, it's the basic fighting style. Like, I don't <laughs> find it. He's like, yeah, but you're the fucking king at it. Like, you are the best defensive fighter. Yeah. And so, like, Ahsoka has perfected her art of fighting. I, I don't know what style it is. We'll have to look that up. Maybe we'll get it. We should get into the, like, fighting style I know, at I some know. point. Um, but, I mean, she's kind of neutered here. She only has one, and she is a two-saber fighter. Yep. So, I don't know how... We don't know much about Barris. Like, I, yeah. I don't know where she's at. But she's kicking the shit out of Ahsoka here. Like, Ahsoka's completely at a disadvantage. And I think a lot of that is just due to the fact that she only has one saber, and it's like the shorter of the two as well. She, well, actually, I think it's the longer of the two. At first, I thought when she pulled it with the force in the last episode, it was the shorter. I think it's the longer one in this episode. Okay. Now the hilt it. of it looks like a Wiimote to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of like, it's, I don't know. I don't. It's not my favorite looking lightsaber to be honest. I don't know. It's grown on me a lot after I've like been obsessed with Ahsoka for so long I don't know it looks like a personal like massaging unit to me or something it's I don't we'll we'll get a still it's 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 one of those Hitachi vibrators (laughs) it's got a good look um but yeah I she's also she was caught off guard Barris attacked her from like behind so but I mean I think it is a big deal that she only has a single blade oh yeah I think that's the biggest factor here but it's an excellent fight we get some back and forth and stuff um once again not going to go in it play-by-play. Play. Not doing it. Watch it for yourself. It's, it's a, a great fight. It's a very acrobatic lightsaber yes. fight. Um, But there is a move that Barris does where she kind of cuts open um, 
this uh, it's a musician's plant, so there's a lot of just fucking you know fucking tubes and there's yeah. shit and there's pipes Crates. going on. So she cuts open like this big uh, I don't know, it looks like a water heater, and <laughs> it sprays Ahsoka in the face with like a lot of hot steam, very similar to what uh, Ventress did to Luminara. Yeah, Barris's master, um, blinding her in that one episode. Yeah, and Ahsoka was there for that, so maybe Ahsoka's like, oh. You know, yeah, yeah. You know, um, I don't know if that's what Barris was going for. They're like, I really got to sell that I'm actually Ventress. I don't know if she gives a shit. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so, um, and then after she does that, as Ahsoka's kind of gathering herself after getting sprayed in the face by that, she like throws some fucking more barrels in there, and they're combustible or something, and it, like it just causes this massive explosion. <laughs> he throws like a tank of propane on top of a burning fire. Yeah, it's huge. Um, and so. They see, in, off in the distance, some of the security forces see that, and they're like, oh, we need all units to level 1315. Did you see that the two security forces that noticed it were were in the process of arresting a Weequay at the time? No, I did not see that. <laughs> <laughs> they had a Weequay, like, in handcuffs as they, like, got distracted by the explosion. Must be one of, like, Hondo's, like, small-time toughs. Yeah. That's just, like, dealing spice in the lower levels of Coruscant for Hondo. Um but yeah, so they page all units to level one three one five. So we get Rex and Anakin in route. So let's see, one three one five. That would be all cops are A B C D E. <laughs> all cops are enigmatic. Hey, there, there we, we go. go. Yeah. Uh, so Rex and Anakin are in route. Ahsoka continues to get wrecked. Uh, she ends up dropping her saber when she gets fucking kicked or something like that. She loses her saber. And she's, like, super disoriented at this point. She's just been getting, like, chucked around and thrown into the walls. It's just not going good for her. But she loses her saber. She comes to, and she kind of tries to, like, fight hand-to-hand. But it's just, she's done. Yeah. She's done. They it's, do it's, it's like Rocky at the end of a fight when he's barely, like, oh, you know, Bill. You know? They do, a, they do a great job of, like, switching up the animation. She looks exhausted. Like, she's yeah. ba- she can barely swing her lightsaber. No, anymore. they do a good job of selling it. Um, but eventually she gets just like kicked down to another level. Um, and she kind of comes to in this area and she sees like boxes of those nano droids. <laughs> She's apparently in a warehouse of uh, crates from Portal. If you ever played that video game. You reference Portal a lot. They look strikingly okay. similar. But these boxes have nano droids in them. That's apparently what it says on them. Um, and she like looks up and the Ventress figure is staring down at her and then just kind of runs away and disappears. And it's at this point that Wolf runs in and stuns her. Um, Anakin catches up. Plo catches up. It is nice that that Wolf stuns her because yeah. everybody had kind of actually trigger figure fingers leading up to that point. So. Yeah, I think they all know that Anakin would have cut their heads off. That, <laughs> you know, you don't. he's a little hothead. You know, you don't want to <laughs> yeah. piss him off in the moment there. Um, so yeah, Anakin and Plo run in and they see Ahsoka's been knocked unconscious. Um, and Wolf's like, oh, these are the same type of nanodroids that were used to blow up the temple. I, I, Ahsoka's going to come too. I mean, I don't know. I'll, it'll be, I'm interested to see where this goes. Um, so that, but they've caught Ahsoka, um, and she's literally unconscious next to all these nanodroids. And so it doesn't look good for her. Um. So our final clip of the episode is going to be uh, Plo and Anakin checking in with the council. And here we go. Captured, she has been. Yes, Master Yoda. Without incident. No. She was subdued by the clones and found in possession of explosive nanodroids. It still doesn't explain Ventress's involvement. 
We saw her with Ahsoka. I think there's more going on than we know. By Ahsoka, or against her? That remains to be seen. We're bringing her back to the temple. Let's just hope we can keep her here. I just like the music. <laughs> All right. So that's the end of the episode. Also, very interesting line where Anakin says, we're bringing her back to the temple, and Mace says, we'll just see if we can keep her here. I don't know if he's referring to, like, Ahsoka escaping again, or if he's referring to the Republic trying to, like, get Coming in, be like, this is a Republic issue. Right. Clones have died. We're taking her. This is a military issue. Yeah. Yeah, the dynamics of the Republic with the Jedi and the Senate and the... It's all getting fucking jumbled. Also, right after that, where the music starts building, it's a very cool animation of like the two ships speeding towards Galactic yeah. City. Yep. So, um, and also, what's what role is Ventress going to play in the next episode? Yeah. Because she got knocked on. Like, I have a feeling like Barris is about to get her ass handed to her by the one, the only, Asajj Ventress. God, she was fucking awesome in this episode. <laughs> she is so good. She is like she the best anti-hero hot. ever. Very hot. Oh, I'll have words about that coming up in Goodhood. But that is our episode. So what do we got for a rating on IMDb? IMDb is giving To Catch a Jedi a 9.2. Damn. So same as last week. What did I give last week a 9.5? Uh, last week you yeah, gave, gave it a 9.5. 9. Yep. I think I actually like this one better. Really? Yeah. I did. I, I don't know. I love the cool team-ups. Yep. And I love, like, Ventress. Like, I've loved Ahsoka and Ventress since, like, we started this whole fucking excursion, you know? So, um, like, I get hyped for cool team-ups. Like, yeah. I love cross... It's all my life and anything that I've been in. Like, I remember there's, like, the Rolling Stones Circus, and they have a weird band where it's, like, John Lennon. It's the drummer from the Jimi Hendrix Experience. Keith the, Richards is on bass, yeah, and yeah. Eric Clapton is lead guitarist. And I, the Dirty Mac. Dirty Mac. They're called yeah, the, Dirty the Dirty Mac. Mac. Yeah, you're a trip, John. You're a blues, John. <laughs> like, Mick sounds American. <laughs> yeah. It's really weird. It's very weird. But I don't know. I've just always loved cool team-ups. Like, when, I, when there's a couple characters that I really like. Like, I like when they get together and do something. I fucking love it, man. That's why I always like those tribute concerts. Yeah. Oh, fuck. It's not the lawless. It's not the lawless, but it's fucking great, and the animation is fucking great, and the story where this is going is fucking great. I'm going to do a little odd this time. I'm going to do a 9.75. Yeah, you are. Yeah, so I'm I've giving been there it, before. I'm going up. I think I enjoyed it more than the last one. No disrespect to the last one, obviously. It was a 9.5, but I got to bump it up, but I can't give it the 10. Yep. I, can't, I can't do the lawless. Yeah. What do you got? Uh, Similarly. I think I liked it just slightly less than the last episode. The last episode is like your favorite episode. I love the last episode. You're a fugitive guy. Itself, yeah. I, I could watch The Fugitive like every month. It's yeah. one of my favorite movies. Um, so I just went with nine for okay. this one. That's fair. But it's it's so good. And I yeah. completely agree with you. Like I love the like odd couple team up that Ahsoka did with Ventress. Like, the animation again is looking amazing. The way that Anakin, like, was coming down and, like, saw those two together. Yeah. 
I mean, just that opening cinematic shot when they go down to the lower level. Oh, yeah. The grandeur of the lower level, of course. It's just how big it is and how they actually did a really good job of animating that. It is the, it's like, dude, that is three episodes in a row where we've gotten like, um, just like iconic shots, I would say, from oh, the yeah. show. You had the Kenobi one on Mandalore and Sundari when that opens up and there's just the chaos yep. when that big blast door opens. And then we had just the last episode, like the courtyard of the fucking prison. And how it was just like, it looked fucking fascist. Yeah. And it had that symbolism where you're like, is that a Republic or an Imperial logo? Yeah. You actually had to do a double take. There's been so, and then this episode that just, as they go down the shot and just like the ships and just, it felt fucking huge. It felt like a movie. Yeah. This is not the fucking show that we watched four seasons ago. No, not It's at different. All. So it's big. Um, yeah, it's fucking... This episode was awesome, man. This show continues to get better. Always look on the light side of life. <laughs> I have nothing to say when that happens anymore, so now I'm just... Okay, light side moment of the episode. Um, For me... It's got to be. Let's play. Like, when Ventress, like, you think she's just going to start off in clones, but then she just goes balls to the wall, just fucking ninja. Yeah. It's literally just cutting their blasters in half. Um, I loved it. Do you think she was doing that because, like, she's living by a new code herself? Or do you think she was doing that because she heard Ahsoka say, like, no, we're not going to hurt them? One, I think it's because she's kind of agreed to help Ahsoka. And... I think she values getting her name cleared more than she... She doesn't want to set herself back even further. I think she wants a fresh start. Yeah. So I think that's what it... I think there's an air of selfishness to it. Yep. Like, I want a fresh start. I don't want to have to look over my shoulder all the time. I don't want to be arrested. I don't want to be considered a worker. Like, I need her to get vindicated and then put in a good order for me. Yeah, that makes total so sense. I think, I think it was selfishness on one part. Actually, no, I think it was just selfishness more than anything. I think if she could get away with it and it wouldn't hinder her ultimate goal of, like, getting her new... She'd probably just cut their heads. Oh, yeah. It's Ventress. For sure. You know, she would just... So, yeah, I, I don't know. What's your light side? I went... <laughs> just with the sheer amount of background shit that was going on in the back... We got an Athorian on a balcony in the underground. I did not even notice. The Athorian in the back... in the On the balcony in the background. But also, there were, like... Sp- Beaters going at yeah. It was like the animators took note of the episodes where it was just vacant yeah. in the background, and they just started dropping in different species and like they do a good job of just. I mean, I didn't even notice the authority. There's so much show going on that you're. There's probably a lot that we missed. We could probably do another watch through and we'd see something that we didn't even notice before. Yeah, yeah. It was. They're really making it like it feels like a city. Yep. You know, it feels like a really bustling city. Yeah, it's cool, and the. Oh, yeah. Yeah, more? I was just going to say, like, one of the first things I noticed when the first time I went to New York, it felt like that. There's just more people, like, around in public places. Yeah. Any big city is like that. Yeah. It's giving it that feel. Yeah. It's really great. Yeah. That's why it's my light side. Oh, it was a good one. If you only knew the power of the dark side. All right. Dark side moment of the episode. Okay. <sighs> Man, dark side moment of the episode. I'm going to go with the fucking brain guy doing a citizen's arrest. You fucking idiot. <laughs> What's this guy thinking? A fucking idiot, man. 
We've never met a brain guy that I liked. Yeah. I, I mean, with the first brain guy we got was the bounty hunter that was training. Um, who was it that there? What am I? Why am I drawing it's a like blank? It's like fives and Echo. Yeah, it's and, fives. Yeah. And it's, it's all the it's all our favorite yeah. clones. Um, that guy sucked. Um, we also had a brain guy appearance that like took Ventress as his like personal slave. Yeah, they're all assholes. They're all pricks. We got one that was in league with Greedo on yeah. the pan, the Papa Papanoida. You know, yeah. Every time we see a brain guy, fucking dick. No, this guy's pulling a uh, Rittenhouse. Going, yeah. Going no, I think I don't, I don't even think this guy's like standard, like horrible, awful brain guy. It's not like he's like taking slaves or anything like that. But what I think he is, I think he's like a guy that goes home and watches Fox News. Oh, yeah. And just thinks that, like, oh, this is going down the shitter. And, like, you know, he just, I got, I'm a Batman, you know, and they fucking fetish. They, like, he changes his avatar on Twitter to, like, a knight with, like, a cross. <laughs> and he, like, he changes his handle to, like, Brain Guy Templar or something like that. And then he just, like, retweets, like, fucking OAN accounts. Yeah, he that's sees what a, I think he is. He's a young girl running on the subway away from police, and he's like, this is my time to shine. Yeah, <laughs> I can tackle her and look really good. I'm going to be on the news. Yeah, so fuck Brain Guy, fucking Chud. Okay, so Brain Guy's a Chud. That's my dark side. What's yours? I went with uh, Asajj getting hit in the face by that big-ass pipe. It was huge. Yeah, I mean, I saw her moving after, so I think she survived. And that dark figure hit her square in the face. With yeah, it. that could kill somebody. It was rough. You lose some teeth. Yeah. Oh, if Bear's fucked up, my lady smile. <laughs> oh, Barris, you better be on the lookout. I can't believe I. Yeah, it's sad. I like when we first met Barris. I was like, she's cool. Yeah, I, I like Barris. She's different than Ahsoka. She's a good foil for Ahsoka. They're just kind of two different. I know. You know, they could play off each other nicely. I wish we would have gotten more. Yep. Like, God, imagine if they would have built that up with like a few other episodes. I know. And then they do this. Oh, that could have cut us deep. Honorable mention for Darkseid, spoilers. Because I really wish you hadn't have seen that, like, coming into this arc. But it's still fine. But What? Spoilers what? Oh, the Darkseid spoilers? Yeah. I think like, at this point... Spoilers, yeah. quote unquote, is I my think, dark side. I think at this point, I would have sussed it out. Yeah. I think. I'm pretty sure. They I'd lay like, it on pretty I think thick. It's you know, like, oh, all of a sudden, Barris is getting talking roles two episodes in a row. Yep. And she had that weird thing in the first episode where she walked by the prison cell and, like, looked in. Like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, yeah, Very ominous. Okay. So, that is that. Thank you, Rex. Oh, yeah. You got to get it up. It's a mandate to get it up. You got to get it up. You got to get it on. Otherwise, you're going to be canceled. You'll be canceled. Chee-butter! All right. Dark Horse Hero of the episode. Um, a lot of good candidates here. Uh, I'm running a list. Yeah, there's a ton. Uh, I'm gonna give it to Obi Wan Kenobi, just for fucking shooting Mace down. I don't know where Obi Wan is right now. I think he's. I think he was heading to Salukamai. That's where they oh, said in the last right. episode yeah. they were doing yeah, some yeah. planning. Obi Wan was off to Salukamai, but he's sitting in on the council meeting and he fucking stands up for Anakin hard. Yeah. I love Obi-Wan. I do lo- like I feel like Obi-Wan is so well respected. Yeah. He's one of the people that can just without hesitation yeah. just shoot down yeah. one of Mace's ideas. And it was great because Yoda was like, nah, yeah, I think Anakin's the one. And then Mace is like, no, nah, this isn't a good idea. And then Obi-Wan's like, it would be 
foolish. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like the stooge on stud. It's like when you when you carry yourself the way Obi-Wan has for so long, you're able to just yes. so confidently talk to Mace Windu that way. Yep. So Obi-Wan Kenobi is mine. Who do you got? Uh, I went with the little Twilight kid. <laughs> like, Chubata. <laughs> Chubata, yeah. It was just like, um, hey, lady, uh, we don't got to worry about that. We can yeah, just, just hey, this hey, lady. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Probably save their life, really. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I, I don't know if Ahsoka was going to cut that hole in time. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of like. I just want to know, what the fuck is the kid's mom doing? I know. Why is that kid on the elevator by himself? She's got to be doing something right if he came up with that. It's not like she's waiting for him to get home from the bus on, like, waiting for him to school. This, it's the Coruscant lower levels at night. Coruscant well, nights, not safe. Well, technically, don't know if it's night. It's always night down there, baby. Well, I think I'd have some sort of, like, integrated lighting system that makes it, gives it the air apparent of day. Like, not, it's obviously not natural light, but there's got to be some sort of... Did you know, like, the weather systems on Coruscant are, like, fucking... They're, like, planned out. Like, oh, really? oh, we have a thunderstorm today. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, the whole planet is crazy tech, baby. That's awesome. That's what San Francisco is going to be in, like, 40 years. Like, Big tech. To, like, when I went to a... <laughs> we went to Vegas, like... This must have been, like, 10 years ago or something like that. And we walked to a park... We drove into a parking garage. Yeah. And there were lights above each parking spot. Oh, yeah. And then once you, like... Once a spot was empty, the light turned green. So they got that at the Mall of America now. Now they do. But this was, like, 10 years ago. It was the first time I saw it. I yeah. thought, like, the future is that's now. Bi- that's big tech. Yeah. Big tech working hard. <laughs> if I never have to hear the words big tech again from a conservative... <laughs> I beat censored by big tech. Share this picture of the American flag. Facebook doesn't want it up. Let's see how long it takes them to take it down. It's like they literally will never take it. Where did they get this idea that they're taking down like just fucking innocuous pictures of like a flag? That is one of those issues that I love because I can be like, oh, cool. Yeah, no, I am completely on your side. So you want the government to step in and break up Facebook, right? And then you can watch them short fucking circ circuit because they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I wonder about. how they feel about Biden's pullout of diplomatic relations for the Beijing Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> Parse that one. I thought, I thought Biden was the communist that was going to sell the country to China. And now he's just like, nah, we're not going to send our diplomats over there because you guys are fucking doing human rights abuses. <laughs> Share this picture of the American flag. Facebook doesn't want us patriot shit. <laughs> You're all fucking brain dead. You're so fucking brain dead. Ugh. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on. Get paid. Wow, wow. They didn't take the picture down. It's been two weeks. Did Facebook ever take a picture of a flag no, down? No, of course not. <laughs> it's like, how did that even start? It's like, it's the same thing that they all were doing, what, five years ago when everybody was like, Posting those three paragraphs that was like, Facebook's going to start charging unless you post this. I do not authorize Facebook Incorporated to use my pictures for any types of advertisement. It's like just this is long creed. It's like, what the fuck? It's the exact same thing. It's just like a move to a picture now. Oh, God. Oh, God. You know, we got on cancel culture last time and I just like, God, there's so much shit I didn't say that I wanted to say. (laughs)
Dude, I just, I remember the Dixie Chicks thing, man. And it's just. Oh, fucking ridiculous. All they went out and said, like, we're not happy that George Bush is from Texas. Yeah. We're not proud of that. They have to pay. Yeah. They literally got pulled off, like, every country radio station. They got death threats. Yes. Like, all this shit. And then, like, 20 years later, it's like, oh, why did you, why did Twitter cancel the Nazi man's account? You know, it's like, yeah. what the fuck, dude? They invented it. <laughs> God. What are we talking? Oh, yeah. All Strange times. Yeah. These are strange times. Let's, Let's play. play. Okay. Uh, All-Star of the Week, Asajj Ventress. Yeah, me too. You yeah. can't go to anyone else. Yeah. All right, let, let me deviate a little bit. She is firing on all cylinders. Let me deviate a little bit. Nika Futterman and the sound engineering team. Yeah. For doing... Nika Futterman records lines, and then they do the cool modulation. Yeah. Oh, I dig. It's a great mask. I but They dig. They, they test. Um. Yeah, it's... Asajj just fucking hitting home. Every time Asajj shows up, has she been in a bad episode? I don't know. I mean, even from the start, like Ambush, season one, episode one, which was not the first episode we watched. It was one of the first, like, five. But, dude, she's never sucked. Yeah. She has never sucked. She's been great. Ever. Yeah. Like, any episode of Ventress is an above-average episode. Well, the movie, but... Yeah, but we talked about the movie a few episodes ago. Like, I, I really wish we could have seen what they would do with that premise three or four years later. Yep. Was that 2008? When we're done with the actual Clone Wars series, we got to watch the uh, Tartakovsky cartoon and do bonus episodes on that. Because she's in that. And I, do, I barely remember her. I barely remember those. So... It's... Um, we got to do that before... I mean, I watched, I watched those through pretty heavily. Okay. Um... I was big into those. I got those on DVD when they first came out. Oh, I ate them up. Yeah. I mean, that came in between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. It was good stuff. Um, I remember that scene where you get introduced to Ventress. <laughs> fucking gold, dude. <laughs> like, it's like a battle arena, and it's on the planet uh, Rhydonia. I think, what the fuck is it called? Not Rhydonia. Doesn't Anakin, like, chase after her or something like that? That's in the second volume. Okay. They have a fight. Um, But... No, I mean the when when Dooku discovers her, he like goes to this planet. And it's like a gladiator arena. Do you remember that scene? Mm -mm. So Dooku's like watching all these massive monsters, and then all of a sudden Ventress jumps in and just like takes out like fucking all of them, just owns them all. And then like Dooku flies down. He's like most impressive, and she's like because I am Sith, and he's just like you are not Sith. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, we got a lot of Dooku stuff to get into when we do Revenge. I know, of Sith, I can't Book wait. Corner. He is, dude. He's only. I mean, obviously, he's like dead in a few chapters yeah. but you get so much on him man oh, he is a fucking troubling man yeah oh he's a fucking elitist okay I can't wait all right so that's our all-star of the week Asajj Ventress I beg your pardon but what do you mean naked my parts are showing your parts my are showing I'm a model you know what I mean introduce That organ rules. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that organ reminds me of? When Kramer and Newman are uh, doing the meat. Jerry walks in. They just got a ton of kielbasas just lining his apartment. Is that the same one where Jerry calls him? And he was like, are you making sausage without a shirt again? And he was like, no, I'm not. He was like, are you wearing a shirt? Yes. What color is it? Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> 
All right, good hood. Um, I gotta give it to Ventress. Yeah. I mean, Wolf always showing us something. Wolf's got some cool get up. Rex has got a cool get up. But I don't know. I just got to go with Ventress. Her cool new little bounty hunter get up. Very nice. She looks very like nice. a Mortal Kombat character. She looks like Cyrax. Yeah. You know? A, a very hot Cyrax. Like a feminine Cyrax. Very sexy. Yeah. Oh, she is a saucy mix. Let's play. Let's play. Oh, I do want to play. Okay. Uh, you got Ventress too? No, actually. Oh. I'm going with Barris Offy. More specifically, Beerus Offy's hair. Because she, we, we did see, see her, her hair for the first time without a hood, and she's yeah. got a weird kind of like she's got short hair that's doing a little like backflip number. Yeah, she's got like a bob, like a fifties bob on it. You know? It's not a bob though. It's like a weird like I don't know. It's layered in the back. And it looks like, like a hairspray thing. Like the have you ever seen the, the the play hairspray? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like a. It 50s. doesn't look like that because that's straight hair that kind of comes down and no, then but the back of it like the does end. it. The back of it does it. Ugh, I'll find the name of the haircut. It's too bad. I know. She's Ventress such really, a great character. I mean, Paris really had potential. Potential future, um, you know, just what they could have done. Well, hey, we still have, I don't know, another season or two. We'll see what happens with Paris. I think she's going to be in jail. <laughs> All right. So that is your good hood. Do we have a who are you? We don't. We don't. Uh, I did want to do a bonus uh, who are you. Just I accidentally saw it, and I thought you were going to throw it at me. But the little boy in the elevator, the Twilight boy, you know, that's uh, voiced by? Oh, I'm sure I saw it. But who is it? Ashley Eckstein. So good oh, to know. Oh, yeah. that's right. Okay. I accidentally saw it in the corner of my eye, and I was like, oh, he's I probably going to try to drop that on me. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, no death of the week. I don't even think anybody died. No one's even dying. All right. <laughs> All right, thank you, Yoda. Thank you, Chewbacca. What do we got for a tagline? We have for to catch a Jedi, never become desperate enough to trust the untrustworthy. And you had said Ahsoka is going to get a helping hand while she's traversing the lower levels of Coruscant, and that hand is going to be the hand of Barriss Offi. Well, but Barriss is actually going to be leading her down a very destructive path. Okay. Now, Barris did offer her a false hand of help. Yep. But I think they're more talking about Ventress But there. my question is, so the moral is never become desperate enough to trust the untrustworthy. So is the moral saying... Ventress that, is trustworthy. That Ahsoka... But it's saying never become desperate enough to trust the untrustworthy. So yes, they're talking about Barris. So I was right. No, I'm saying, is the moral saying, like, Ahsoka shouldn't have trusted Ventress this whole time? Ventress didn't do anything to her. That's though. what I'm so saying. Ve Ventress is trustworthy in that sense. So the moral is really talking about the hooded figure who is Barriss Offie. Barriss, okay. So Barriss is untrustworthy. Now, I mean, they want to tease you with that, but, I mean, anybody that watches the episode would clearly see that Ventress had nothing to do with it. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's Barris. Okay. But, I mean, it's kind of an interesting tagline that could be deciphered in a few ways. Yeah. You know? So, um, I mean, if we hadn't got that scene where Ventress got knocked unconscious or something, you know. Right. Uh, but then it would be like, well, what the fuck's going on here? What happened there? They'd have to explain that. It'd be too much work. Okay, what do we got for tagline in the next one? Next episode we have, never give up hope no matter how dark things seem. Never give up hope, no matter how dark things seem. 
<laughs> oh, man. I, you know what? I think I'm going to do a little moonshot. Who was that dumb asshole that we got a long time ago? That fucking inspector that I hated so oh, much. That God, dumpy Gomer right. Pyle dude. <laughs> yeah. He looked like low energy fucking Ferris Bueller. I forget his name. I think that guy is going to show up. I think that guy's going to show up, and he's finally going to pay off. And I think he's going to have some information that's going to lead to the proper arrest. <laughs> but, like, when he gets put on the case, Ahsoka's going to be like, well, I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> this guy sucks. I'm trying to find his name. I can't find it. Yeah, that's my prediction. That's a moonshot. Not going to happen, but that's my prediction. Okay. So, next episode is The Wrong Jedi. Season 5, episode 20. All right, so we'll see you for The Wrong Jedi. Man, this comes out a week from today. Yeah. No, that one comes out a week yeah, from yeah. today. This comes out on Thursday. All right, season finale. Man. And then we're on to season 6. Season 6. Yappata! All right, Adam, where can listeners reach us? Send us an email. We're at clonecastpod at gmail.com. Send us your Santa letters yes. from your favorite Star Wars characters. Clonecastpod on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. You can hit us up there and send them to us there as well. And if you feel like joining the Discord, send us a message. We'd love to add you to that. Yes, Discord whales. And then if you could rate, review, follow, that always helps us out too. Yes. So we will see you next time for the wrong Jedi. Until then, may the Kumena be with you. Never hear the tragedy of Crispin's day. I don't know how you do what you do. I'm so in love with you.